0: I almost forgot that I was doing the introduction. Hello.
1: Hi, welcome to Careful Cantrip. Uh, Dave is not here tonight, so I'm talking me, Raina. We have some fun guests with us tonight. I know I was going to talk about it after, and I told them I was going to do it later, but I feel like we should say hi to everybody. So uh, I just want to say we have a uh, wonderful Jess and Bobby with us, as usual, Hey. Uh and hello. We also have special guest, Dead Aussie Gamer. Woo! Ah, Dag, well <agent>. do you want
0: to
1: say anything? Um
2: I would like to say three words. I would like to say hello, uh potato and egregious. These are the words I would like to say. Thank you. Well played. Was, that was oh, well potato. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, and next up, we have um, our wonderful uh, and brave DM, Robert Hartley, tonight.
3: <laughs> it's me. <Yay. laughs> hello. I've uh, I've got big shoes. Well, I've got shoes. T- I've got tiny shoes. I've got little shoes to fill. So, uh, <laughs> thankfully, I have three big feet um, and a big ego to match. So, uh, I should be fine. Uh, <laughs> don't worry about it. Okay. I'm Robert Hartley GM. I'm a professional dungeon master. Uh, I, I do Dungeons & Dragons for a living, which is still bizarre to say. <laughs> um, you can find me by searching my name Robert Hartley GM in all the places. I'm in charge now. Mm-hmm. Um, good luck. <laughs> um, so, I believe, <clears throat> I believe we're ready to begin, right? So, uh, yes, some... any last minutes? Any last things that we need to say? I love you. Mm, prayers? <laughs> Well, i feel fond about you. Voracious. Well, we, get- <laughs> we might get there. Thank you, Seamus and the killer cuddy. All right, we will, uh, we will jump into it after this intro. Well- Is twilight, particularly dusk. Even through the twilight night sky, you can see that the colours of the grass on this perfectly manicured lawn are vibrant, saturated green. The lawn stands before a very nice house, a house that screams that this person has at least some wealth. Coming up to the fence, from the street side there is a dark figure and as this dark figure clo- her, pl- lowers their hooded robe you see that their horns are goat-like and curl back over the top of the head they have a goatee beard and wear an open uh, an open cloak with a bare chest displaying their very muscular but furry body the camera sort of zooms out far enough to see that they have little goat legs on the bottom and we realize that this creature is a satyr from their movement as they approach the gate it is clear that they are not trying to be seen they bend and then jump and in a squatted leap of their goat legs they land on the other side of the of the gate without opening it without making a noise there is a slight stir from off to the left and the camera reveals two dogs sleeping on the lawn leashed to a stake that has been makeshift posted into the ground. Satan mutters to himself, they shouldn't be a problem. And then he puts his hand inside his little vest jacket and brings out some panpipes. He plays a little ditty on it and the shadows seem to cling to him, obscuring his movement up the, the garden path. He approaches the front door and with another little ditty on his panpipes, There is a click of the door lock and the door swings open. He enters the home and it is clear that the person inside is not around right now. Just as he wants it. He takes a moment to look at the portraits that are painted on the walls. A man and a woman, both fairies. He smiles and says, Well, I would say this will teach you to pay your debts, but you won't be around." <laughs> he walks over to the kitchen and starts to finger along the uh, the, the um, knife block, choosing his weapon. As he pulls one out, a thin paring knife, there is a voice behind him says, "'Wrong one.' He spins around just as a puff of pixie dust hits him in the face, and as the glitter enters his eyes, his eyelids begin to droop immediately. The last things he ever says is, oh, damn it, as he falls forwards with a soft thud. The focus is pulled from his body on the kitchen floor to the knife block as a hand reaches in and draws out another weapon. And then we fade to black as the titles come up. Fatality! (laughs) (gasps) As the titles fade out, let's start with Regina. Regina, where are you in this moment? Where are you, uh, what would your, where, where does the camera meet you? What is your morning routine?
4: Um, Regina would be waking up from bed. So you see mm-hmm. like, a, like an older lady uh, with like a big poofy like face mask and she'll like yawn. And she's in a, like a very luxurious room with some sheets. Uh, and she'll ring a little bell for some servants.
3: And the servants, uh, the servants uh, come to the door and they knock and wait for your uh, admission, uh, admission to the room. And they bring in a little um, silver tea tray with some uh, morning breakfast on it. Uh, I say morning, but obviously here in the, twi- here in the Feywild, uh, it is considered cycles rather than mornings and days per se. Uh, you are constantly in a state of dusk so the uh, the the time is passing through the um the cycles of the moon instead, and so at the beginning of this this new cycle, they bring in your morning uh, food. what are you uh, what are you eating? What's Regina's uh, go-to breakfast?
4: She'll have some tea and crumpets, and she'll say, "Thank you, darling. Do you have any messages?
3: Um, just the one, unfortunately the um it, 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 it can wait it's It's not exactly a pleasant topic oh god what now it's just that the the um the archfey uh the blue tune blue tune has been in touch and says that she would like to see you at your earliest convenience you would oh. know that the blue tune is a an archfey whom you somewhat work for you it's sort of more on a freelance kind of a job but you've often worked for her she's not exactly a pleasant woman
4: oh god well she'll have to wait i have to see my lawyer
3: she was rather insistent. Um, it, uh, You should have time for the, the morning ablutions and whatnot, but you should probably head to see her as soon as you can. She doesn't like to be kept waiting, as you know.
4: She'll sigh very deeply and she'll say, oh, Very well, call the lawyer and reschedule.
3: Will do, will do. And uh, slips it slips their little hand into their little pouch and pull, pulls out a sending stone. Um, I'm afraid Virginia will have to... As they wander away <laughs> out of the room... Thank you, Uh, darling. uh, Let's go with TB. Where are you in this Um, morning?
1: TB uh, is laying in bed, and uh, TB feels uh, the fresh breath of wind from the morning uh, trail across her face. And uh, without opening her eyes, she immediately grabs for her short swords and immediately springs out of bed like it's her daily routine to practice being jumped uh and fight yeah straight (laughs) out there (laughs)
3: Uh, wings going
1: yeah and she starts going through her regular uh sword craftsman routine uh going
3: (laughs) back and forth back and forth you're just sort of shadow boxing as it were just just fighting nothing in particular but then in one particular moment you spin around as if to attack um and uh, assailant from behind whoosh, you come to defend yourself and you almost slice through the outstretched hand of a fellow fairy uh, or rather a pixie. um a pixie is uh, sort of just flown up to you and
5: oh, oh, I'm so terribly sorry um, miss uh, Miss B um I have been sent by uh, the 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 blue tune she would she would really like to speak with you at your earliest convenience uh, can she see what I'm practicing? Uh, Well, yes, you you are practicing very well. Uh, perhaps, maybe a little more awareness of your surroundings. Though I, you almost took my fingers.
1: I didn't mean this awareness mean of, the the of my the surroundings. surroundings?
5: <laughs> and so show... <laughs> oh, I didn't mean any of it. Mm. It's best you see back there. I think. Fine. Okay. I'll come with you. Uh, if if you would. Uh, thank you. You ca- you can gather your things, of course. I have all the things I need on me at all times. I'm always prepared for battle. Of course, I think that's why she called
3: for you. And as you follow this pixie uh, away from your uh, away from your, your place of where you happened to sleep uh, the previous night, um, we'll go to Evelyn. Evelyn, where are you this morning?
6: Uh, Evelyn is in front of her vanity mirror, uh, currently removing her curls. Um, <laughs> and she just sort of mutters a little song to herself
3: it's a beautiful little uh beautiful little ditty um what is it what is the subject of the song is it just one that's in your head or is it uh is it something more of written? just a
6: melody like just kind of humming just, like... the,
3: just humming a little melody to yourself
0: um
3: as you're uh, as you're you're looking at yourself in the vanity mirror you see that this there's a similar sort of a shimmer to the mirror that you've seen before um it's a it's a relative um uh, relatively common form of transport, particularly for enchanted mirrors like yours. Uh, you see that the the image of yourself kind of distorts as though the mirror is rippling, and then uh, a moment later the, the the mirror sort of sheens out to a smooth finish again, and you see the uh, visage of a an Aladrin uh, gentleman in a very um, silvery robe uh, that's standing sort of looking back at you, and he says, "Is this is this on? Are we, Evelyn? Are you? Can you hear me?" Oh, who is that? Oh, good, good. We're not muted. Um, uh, Evelyn, um, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's Jeremiah. I work for the, uh, for the Blue Tune. Jeremiah? We've met... Yes, we've met many times, Evelyn. She would like Hello. to speak with you, if you, if you would. She wants to speak me? No, she wants to speak with you, Evelyn. Speak. Speak with you. Oh. Would now? you, would you please? Yes, please. Once you're once you're ready, I can see that you still. I think you've missed one at the sort of back. You just oh run your hand goodness, through your hair to the right there. Uh, yeah, there it is. Um, if you wouldn't, if you can get your things ready and then step through the mirror when you're when you're uh, ready to come.
6: All right, I'll be there in a moment. <laughs> you Wait for me. T- you t-
3: you, t- you, t- <laughs> <laughs> you around the room getting your things ready. Eventually, you step through your bedroom <laughs> mi- uh, mirror, um, and into the uh, the other side. Uh, and as you pass through that portal, Seamus, where do we find you? This morning.
2: Alright, so, uh, Seamus, you actually find in a, uh, in a small, very, very quaint human uh, town. Um, you, uh, it's, it's still the very, very early hours of the morning um, when all of a sudden you, uh, hear the sound of breaking glass, uh, as a bright emerald-coloured, uh, body is flung into the, uh, the cobblestone streets. Um, this as... <laughs> Look! The science said- Half price for halflings. <laughs> How was I supposed to know? You're all going to get all fancy and technical with me. Uh, he reaches down and grabs a, a an empty bottle from the street and kind of hucks it at a nearby, um, or at least goes to huck it at a nearby like wanted poster with with Seamus's face on it. Uh, he kind of <laughs> like before he does though, he kind of like looks at the bottle and just takes a swig of the mouthful of lukewarm flat ale uh, before throwing it's, it against the it's wall. It's
3: definitely not all ale either. There's quite a bit of rainwater um, in it. <laughs> yeah yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, At least you hope you know, it's
3: rainwater. Uh, yeah, he uh
2: he lets loose this kind of thunderous belch from his gut and he says uh he says now where did you want to park me? Uh and I uh go to a, like this nearby alleyway with like mm. you know just some some like trash and like bags and stuff like that nearby. Uh there this four-legged uh black cauldron with a uh, small amount of gold in it sort of rattles like out like almost like a little like a cat kind of thing like out of the garbage and
3: he goes and where were you when i needed you huh um there's a voice that seems to answer your question from the side near sitting on top of a crate and says he could not come when you called because i was uh sorry i was preventing him from moving you look over that way and you see that yeah, a, a small creature. you see a small creature called a darkling with a uh sort of almost goat-like legs but completely covered head to toe in um, in, in, in robes and clothing, the un- only the eyes visible, very darkened skin, black eyes. I, uh, I was told that I might find you here, and, uh, don't I get some sort of a wish, he hops off, and says, for finding a leprechaun's pot of gold.
2: <laughs> uh, you watch as, uh, as Seamus says, yeah, yeah, no, you're right, lad, you do get a wish. You get to wish you found a different alleyway.
3: <laughs> easy now, easy, I'm not taking your gold. I'm just been told that uh, you might work for a coin. Is that right? There's a lot of things I do for a coin. <laughs> I've heard that too. Uh, let's not get into those. I'm uh, I'm not here for that kind of service. Look, the blue tune wants to speak with you, and there's money in it.
2: He uh, he looks down. And he says, "Oh, I swear I'd never deal with fairies again." Up to do you. I love gold.
3: You right. need to fill out, fill out the rest of this, don't you? And he looks in your cauldron, which is only like half full with gold. Uh, he kind of looks at
2: it and there's like, there's almost like Beauty and the Beast moment. Like if I don't fill up my gold coffer by the end of the month, <laughs> I'll, I'll fade away or something. <laughs> <else>. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so he's like, all right. God damn it, all right.
3: Very well I'll then. See what,
2: I'll see what that beautiful blue bitch wants.
3: <sighs> Follow me this way. Uh, d- Leads you deeper into the alleyway, and we s- and we cut to you guys all arriving about the same time, coincidentally. Isn't that crazy? How coincidences <laughs> can help. happen in this oh game? Isn't it crazy that you all just oh. happen to arrive about the same time? Wow! <laughs> um, you arrive at the palace of the Blue Tune. Uh, she she lives in. Um, A very intimidating fashion, she does not pride herself on being welcoming or warm or uh, pleasant. Uh, Everything about her is sharp and angular, and as is her castle as well, it's got lots of large pointed uh, turrets and and towers. You are led inside by your respective uh, hosts, uh, except for Evelyn who has just stepped into one of the foyers through your magical mirror anyway. Um, you all meet up in the in the sort of uh, antechamber before the the main foyer of her uh, her palace, um, and once the once she's ready for you, the two Eladrin guards open the doors and uh, lead you in. You can see her sitting up on her throne. This 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 beautiful if terrifying uh, woman that has got the sharpest of cheekbones and the sharpest of jawline. No hint of amusement or or fun in her eyes, um, and she wears this sort of almost. Um, almost uh uh while um what's it called the lion the witch and the Warb- wardrobe queen the, the 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 winter queen almost almost that kind of a style crown jagged and pointed and uh as you were uh, led up the foyer to her she says she opens with no niceties at all she just says what do you know of the murder well
0: I
4: thank
3: pardon. you, pardon i do not have well, time for, for games what t- what do you know of the murder the Herder?
5: Murder, the murder,
3: Evelyn, murder, Evelyn. What do you know of the murder?
6: Oh, I didn't murder anyone.
3: Regina, it
0: as you as it. you come
3: as you uh, she's saying this like as you're walking towards her. She didn't even wait the niceties for you to actually get close to her. So as you do enter uh, about thirty feet range from her, I'll have a charisma saving throw from each of you, please. Cool.
0: Oh.
3: <laughs> well that is an 8 a 14 Ooh. definitely a pass right really?
1: 11 yeah, 13
3: 11. <laughs> the highest was a 14 uh, you all enter the field of a zone of truth and fail your save against it feeling obligated that whenever you're standing within 30 feet of her it seems you, you must be compelled to tell this truth she stops for a second just a brief intimidating pause of silence before continuing I will ask you one more time. What do you know of the murder?
4: I don't know. Nothing. Goodness, darling, nothing. There's no need Uh, for such a farce.
2: All right, look. The fat man owed me money, and I couldn't... I couldn't help myself, all right? Listen. He should have known
0: better...
3: I'm not talking about the troll. I'm talking of the satyr. Tita.
2: Oh, I didn't kill no satyr. At least not this month.
3: Evelyn? No, never. Very well. Then I need to, uh, I need to employ you, as it were. There is gold in it, and of course, a favor with me is never to be missed either. You had to do some internal investigation of the murder. I do not wish the council to hear of this, you understand? You guys know that she is a part of a much larger council of Archfey that runs kind of the entire Feywild. I do not wish for the council to hear about this. It is an internal affair. Tito was a satyr that worked for me in a sort of non-direct way. I did not wish to get out, but if somebody is killing my people, I wish to, to know who it was. Needless Wait, to Peter. say- needless, Peter the Peter. She, she, looks, she looks at you like, and her eyes kind of glow blue, like, do not oh, okay. interrupt me. Okay. Needless to say, the person who committed this heinous crime Best hope that I never find out who it was, you understand? But, but we're going to find out who it was. You are going to find out who it was, Evelyn. You understand?
0: Um, I guess...
3: She snaps her fingers, and the torches, uh, oh. the torch sconces on the wall, whoosh, burst from the yellow flame into a blue one. And then the blue flames seem to to sweep towards you, uh, off of the torches, and encompass you in like a, a circling, um, a circling unit of, of blue fire. <clears throat> and she says, "Find out what you can, and if need, if necessary, and you feel you are capable, deal with it. Am I clear?" We
5: question. Um, are there any jewels as a reward? Can I request
3: jewels? Of course. She snaps her fingers and the fire rushes into each of you. You feel like there's half a second of being incinerated, and then the feeling is entirely reversed, and you are standing outside um, a beautiful house on a very manicured lawn. Evelyn, you are very familiar with it, because this is your house. Well.
6: Uh, do we do you think we have time for tea
5: no no evelyn come on don't you want your reward
2: oh i'm not sure if any rewards really gonna be worth all this jesus i swear to god woman's got a stick so far up her
3: ass i swear it's popping up the top of her crown I wouldn't speak of the blues tune like that if I was you. Oh, you Jesus, look, over you're still the, you here. look over to the you look over to the, few, the <laughs> you, you look over to the front door, and leaning against slash in the front door frame, the wooden door frame is a dryad, kind of half fused to the door frame, and she says, um, "It's just in here."
6: Mind the hedges. And then she uh, she high. moves
3: off of the she moves off of the door frame and just kind of opens the door for you.
2: Uh, Do we know the the sater at all that she's referring to? Like, like in
3: Um, you can make a history check see if you've come in contact with him before. You can do so with advantage, actually, Seamus, for reasons.
4: I was going to ask if if we know Seamus because he doesn't like. It sounds like he was hired on.
3: (laughs) Yes. So you all know each other from uh, you're not like you're not best friends kind of thing necessarily, but you've uh, you've been through. Okay. Uh, a decent amount together uh, okay. in your in the aftermath of your divorce. Um, you you sort of had a a bitching club uh, a, a bitching club at the um, uh, the book club or whatever, and Seamus was a part of that. So you you, you acquaintances you you know okay. of his work, but not necessarily like what his family situation is or where he lives.
2: Okay. I like Catcher in the Rye.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know his favorite book.
2: Yeah, um, I did not make my history check. I got a five um, with advantage. So. With advantage, I got a five.
0: Wow.
3: Um, <laughs> and,
2: um, <laughs> so I, I definitely, I, I might. I mean, there are so many satyrs, and I'm usually a bit an of satyrs,
3: uh, You are not familiar with the name Tita that she gave. Mm-hmm. Um, are you, are you outside in the garden, or are you going inside? What's the deal? Um, I'm, Evelyn's going inside. Yeah, Evelyn, you head inside your own front door. Slowly, um, she's and... very
6: slowly shifting. <laughs>
3: Yeah, you slowly head inside your own uh, your own sort of open plan living dining area um, and see that there is, it, it all looks pretty much immaculate except for one pile of uh, body parts that is nearby of a satyr. He has been dismembered and the blood uh, has been Pooled in a, uh, a very, a very sh- small radius uh, in the, thankfully, on the line, the lino or the tile of your kitchen dining, uh, kitchen slash dining area, so it would be relatively easy to clean up. Um, you can see that, and you can see no other disturbance to the house. It seems. Oh my.
6: <laughs> she starts to get a little teary eyed.
3: <laughs> um, Evelyn, can you make me a perception check, please?
6: Deception is going to be a 15.
3: You see that one of the body parts of this satyr is its head, and its head is looking uh, up off of the ground, looking um, generally in your direction. You can also see that uh, the head seems to be that of a satyr that you are not super familiar with, but your late husband, Chanda, definitely had some kind of work with this guy once. Uh, You've seen him kind of having discussions, and you're not sure... You're not sure what the nature of their their, their business agreements were, but he, he definitely had some kind of arrangement with him. It's...
6: I'm sorry. It's just... I... I miss my husband so much, and seeing... coming home to body parts reminds me of him.
4: Oh, Evelyn, darling, such a farce. Here. And she'll, give you I a, she'll
3: give you a handkerchief. <laughs> you just come into your it. dining room and find that there's a dismembered body. Don't
0: don't make a. Look, Evelyn. Evelyn, look,
2: look, you're you're beyond that now, okay? Remember, we talked about all this, okay? You don't need someone else to dismember bodies for you. You're perfectly capable of dismembering bodies yourself. But he was so the, good at. It. The dryad says, "Is that so?"
6: Well accidents tend to happen when you're making progress in the name of science. I see. It's all about healing.
0: It's healing all above
6: board. Anyway, this one looks familiar, though.
3: What do you make of it? Hmm. Well,
6: it looks somewhat familiar. I think Chunder, bless his heart, may have, uh, Dealing with so this one in the past, I'm gonna take a closer look if I can and just sure can. see if I can make you any kind can of
3: indeed. Uh... uh, make a medicine check for me, please. Sure, you <laughs> got a net 20. You can tell he's dead,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just put your head yeah, on his neck, he's not gonna make, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he's gonna make
3: it. His hand goes through the neck,
6: it's an 18.
3: 18. Uh, you have a look at this and you can tell that he was killed with precision he was killed with surgical precision this guy whoever killed him was uh very well adept at um disposing of and dismembering bodies um that definitely strikes you all of the cuts are precise um if a little bit rough um that precise cuts in the in like uh where they targeted on the body they look like they weren't done with a scalpel though looks like they might have been done with a slightly a knife that was a little too thick for the job What are the rest of you doing while Evelyn is investigating the body inside?
4: Um, no, go ahead, Doug.
3: No, 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 no. I, 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 I,
2: I I can wait. Okay, okay, (laughs) I guess.
4: You, there, looming figure by the door.
3: My name is Khalathirach.
4: Oh, whatever. Tell me, this is how he was found? Yes. Right here? Yes. You don't suppose, Evelyn... An associate of Chanda's from the past. Hmm.
6: Well, it's hard to say. All I could make out right now is whoever did this, it almost looks like my, my husband's earlier work.
4: Yes, well, this is, this is what I was thinking. Maybe somebody Chanda worked with or something of that sort.
6: Well... Uh, there um, was one person that comes to mind.
3: Uh, old Dirk McGurk. I uh, used to work with my husband. Could be him. You do know where Dirk McGurk lives, and he doesn't live too far away. You could you could uh, speak with him if you needed to. Seamus, you were going to say to me?
2: Uh, Seamus will approach TB. Psst. Oi. Uh, this this kind of mess, right? It's a little bit too, you know, dramatic, isn't it? Like, you know, yeah, if you had to kill a bloke, you know, you just need to Right. Plenty it, of easier ways.
5: You disappear the body after it's like killing one oh one. I don't understand. Sloppy. Right. Sloppy killing.
2: Exactly, exactly. Now you you take it the same thing, I oh, am, yeah, that this is some kind of message or something, you know.
5: Oh okay. no, someone's trying to say yeah! something. Yeah Yeah, that's totally it.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean Surely they, you know, it's not. A, I, I don't imagine that some kind of frame job or anything like that. I mean, for the most part, I think, you know, none of us really have a means or motive here. But I think someone might be after our dear Evelyn there. Mm, yeah. And you know, if if I had to take any stabs in the dark, which trust me, I know my way around stabs in the dark. So why? I would. Uh, I would have to just say it's. You know. And I'm gonna point towards Evelyn, like uh, not not to accuse Evelyn, but it's like.
5: It's her husband. He's a wanker. That's true. I mean, we could just go kill him right away. Just would, knock him off it, the list it, like that. It,
3: the two, of you, right, you, the two of you. I roll a two of you. <laughs> the two of you would know, having been in the bitch sessions of uh, Regina's uh, husband aftermath of him divorcing and everything. Uh, you would know that it would have come up in conversation that Evelyn's husband uh, relatively recently died. He's, oh. He's <laughs> oh. sorry. Rachel. I'm getting my. I'm
2: getting yeah, my husband's husband confused. Now, though, I'm still
3: gonna. Bl- I'm still gonna blame Regina's husband. Regina's husband. Regina's oh, Regina. husband.
0: Regina. Oh, yeah, yeah. Regina.
3: Regina.
0: Regina. Regina. Miss It's Miss Regina. Regina, that's Miss Regina. Regina yes. Yes.
2: Uh, no longer so business. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna say. You know. I'm gonna suggest it's Regina's husband trying to, to create drama and stuff like that. It's just. Just saying.
1: All oh. TV will say the same thing. <laughs> well, we could just.
5: Kill him that would solve a lot of problems we wouldn't have to do our there weekly you. book meetings and listen to regina talk about how he's such a shithead all the time i
2: mean yeah so it's uh it's definitely i think a big sword that has come to uh, i'm gonna look around just to make sure that the <laughs> is getting louder
3: uh, <laughs> just, regina uh, they're not exactly talking quietly um and so you hear them <laughs> talking about murdering your husband and you full well know that if you knew where your husband was you'd have probably murdered him yourself <laughs> How Listen, took you useless git!
4: It very well could be him, in which case, fantastic! Let's hunt him down and cut his throat.
6: But what's it doing in my house?
4: Well, I don't know, Evelyn. How did you not hear anything?
0: Really bold.
5: Well, so am I. Was this here last night when you went to bed? I go to bed. <laughs>
3: Just walks past it. I'll deal with that. What
6: <laughs> about a six pm sharp <laughs> every night?
3: Um, um look, uh, speaking, speaking of speaking of sharp, uh, it occurs to you all in this moment that there's no murder weapon in sight. Mm. What do you think you did it
4: with? I'll go oh. through like I'll see if I can find anything in the
3: area. Uh, make an investigation check for me, please.
6: I would love to. Is Whatever
3: there like a used,
6: it was, it wasn't, it was crude,
3: <clears throat> at least crude-ish.
2: Seven. Does Evelyn have a cold, cold box
3: or something? Uh, uh, does Evelyn have a cold box?
2: Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Fringes oh, still
2: cool. exist I'm in
6: my Little <laughs> papier mache uh, sunflowers <laughs> on it. Sweet. I'm gonna go open it.
3: And All right. Look for a beer. Oh yeah, just help yourself. <laughs> oh thank you. Yeah, you find a you find a nice cold bottle of beer in there. Oh nice. Um can you make me a, a constitution save as you drink this beer, please? Why?
0: You would be aware.
3: You would be aware as a leprechaun that every time you oh, drink yes. beer yep, there is a I'm chance aware. that you uh change from a leprechaun into a chloricon, who yep. is basically a drunk leprechaun.
2: I feel like I should already be one, but let's let's get let's <laughs> let's keep the illusion going. Uh, <laughs>
3: That's a 12. A 12. It is enough for your first beer. You, uh, you, you managed to save your, uh, your, your transformation for later. As you finish this beer, TB, what are you doing?
1: Um, uh, TB doesn't trust uh, Regina's uh, investigation skills, so TB's going to be doing uh, her own recognizance uh, uh, around the room, trying to see if Alrighty. she can find any signs of a hidden weapon. or.
3: You can make me an investigation check, please. 18 18 um as you flick around the room regina's looking for um daggers and knives and swords goes over to like a weapon rack by the front door where people would obviously put their things kind of like an umbrella stand but for swords and maces and things uh there's is there any is there any weapons in there evelyn do you do you, do you have weapons that you keep it on your near your front door or um, there
6: there would be a cane, that, There'd be a cane um, in there. Is sheathed also there's a it's like she's a cane a sword blade hybrid blade sort blade
3: of situation blade, yeah. yeah um yeah Re- regina you find that and uh pull it out and realize this is definitely not the murder weapon the the blade is too thin and um and sharp to do the crude sort of cuts that were done uh also it's much longer than you could use to chop somebody up with it's too delicate of a blade to get through bone and things uh tb uh you however uh, as she's over that side of the room you stick to the kitchen side you see the knife block and uh, pulling out one of the knives, it's definitely got blood on it. You realise that she was killed by... Uh, he, this satyr, rather, was killed by a um, uh, some, something akin to a bread knife. Uh, you pull out a couple of the knives and you see that, yes, he seems like he's used a, used a very strong serrated blade to cut through bone um, and pretty much dulled the bread knife in the process, uh, and then, like, paring knives to do other jobs. it's like, It's been used, this knife block has been used like a surg- surgeon's toolkit.
1: Mm. TV will um excitedly grab one of the knives and mm, I, I found something I found
5: something guys Look!
1: and she'll um hold up the one of the one of the many knives
3: can you all make an insight check for me please
5: me included
1: or yeah everybody
5: okay nat 20 yeah,
3: 12 7 also 7 <laughs> <laughs> All right, so with the nut 20, um, Regina, you notice, you sort of flick around from the the, um, the rapier blade um, to uh, as, as in the hearing, hearing the noise of TB finding the weapon, and your eyes skim over the dryad who is standing nearby. The dryad doesn't seem shocked or surprised that TB has found the blade, um, and is instead very focused on Evelyn's reaction to TB finding the blade. Um, with your nut 20, is it a total of 20, or you got a uh, modifier to that? 25. Twenty-five. Ooh. Uh, in that case, you can also tell that the dryad definitely um, is under the assumption that Evelyn did this, and is trying to see if Evelyn is reacting to the finding of the the weapon.
4: She like put her glasses down. She like you there. How much about her? Well, talking
6: <laughs> to the dryad, I
3: think. Yeah. <laughs> what on <laughs> earth are, we'll... are you
4: staring at?
3: Well, it I'll seems cast... a little...
4: Oh, I was going to cast Charm Person on him.
3: Ooh, okay. Go for it. Uh, they, are not, they are not uh, hostile towards you, so they don't have advantage on the roll. Uh, okay. that, that is a six, plus any amount of modifier is not going to be enough. Um, they are considered charmed by you as they look over, kind of about to dismiss you and say, well, it seems a little something. As they start to speak back, you're like, what does it look like? Does it come from your eyes? Do you fairy dust or...?
4: Uh, yes, so it's going to it's gonna be like pink fairy dust, but almost like a kiss, like slowly. Yeah.
3: Fairy dust whoosh, hits this dried in the face. They blink for a second and then look back towards you and say, I meant no offense by it. I was simply, it seems curious that the person entered uh, the home of one Evelyn van Ha and was killed by tools found in the home of Evelyn van Harp. And it seems that Evelyn is primarily our prime suspect. Of course, I'm sure the Blue Tune would not hold it against you, Evelyn, if you were protecting yourself in self-defense.
6: Look, if I killed him, I would have said I killed him.
3: Right. I don't
4: think it was a is more... often converse. Why don't you um, make yourself useful and go look for signs of a struggle or um, a break in enter or whatever, certainly. please. I will Thank do.
3: And, she, and the dread leaves immediately at your, at your best. Thank you, darling. Into the garden.
2: Anyone else find it a little strange that um, the old door lady there didn't notice this bloke come in in the middle of, uh, you know, whenever they came in while Evelyn was uh, doing whatever?
3: I've been uh,
6: wondering that myself. <laughs> Evelyn, you would know one that, this, that I
3: have this. This, yeah, this dryad lady doesn't like, d- isn't part of your doorm. She's she's from the blue tune and was sent to investigate as well. So it's not like she just lives here. She's just hiding in your door. <laughs> so really, <laughs> and
2: also, also the fact that she opened your door. I presume you locked your house before you came over to the the old castle over there.
6: Well, maybe Which means she has
2: the exact way to break I get in. Forgetful sometimes, I'm old.
3: Yes, you well, are how I. many
6: times
2: I
3: have to say it? <laughs> Make a running tally. We should do it. Should do a bonus <laughs> <many> plus <laughs> plus something to the end own? of the at the very end of the session. You get a plus a plus X where X is the number of times that you've mentioned you're old. <laughs> 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 um, so uh, you are uh, around the surgically chopped up body. You found the murder weapons have been things that Evelyn would have ac- had access to. It definitely does look somewhat damning for Evelyn. Um, and if she did do it, it would be... She, she's like trying to hide the fact by being like, oh, I'm too doddery and old. I couldn't do this. I'm going to pick up the head. <laughs> you pick up the head of the satyr. The eyes kind of just unblinkingly staring. I'm going to open the mouth.
0: Mm.
2: I'm going to stick my hand in. Oh, and goes all the way into the mouth
3: as far as you what can get it. What earth are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for clues. <laughs> Come here, you! Just, just, just
0: wait.
2: Just...
6: <laughs> I can see your fingers. Yeah. I think it's coming out the. Box. <laughs> I don't
2: think there's anything in there. Look. All right, I pull my hand out. All right. <laughs> all right, he's clean. Were <laughs> you trying to find anything <laughs> well, thanks in particular? For that.
0: <laughs> well, I mean,
2: I thought, I mean, I'm still, I, I think maybe this is a message, right? And, you know, mm-hmm. like, maybe they put something in its mouth. And it's like, aha,
3: n- yeah. So I was looking at it. N- make anybody, if they want to determine if this is a message or not, make an in- intelligence check for me, please. Just straight intelligence. You can, you can make it an intelligence-based insight check if you're proficient in insight.
0: I
5: failed that one. <laughs> a 26.
3: Ooh, 14.
4: That's an 8
3: for me. So 26. Evelyn, um, if this is a message, the clear message that it would send to anyone is don't mess with Evelyn because she can defend herself. You would also be aware, Evelyn, with a 26, was it?
6: Mm-hmm.
3: You'd also be aware that your husband did have some enemies. Yeah, He had problems with money um, and he was very good at what he did but he had problems with money and you're pretty sure that his end was met because of one of his enemies. Um... There's a good chance that his enemies could be coming after you, given that his, uh, his he's now gone, and they, they have no one to take their anger out on, or reclaim their money from. And if they are coming after you, this would send them a pretty clear message not to mess with you, because you can handle yourself. Hmm.
2: All right. I'm going to ask this only once. You sure you didn't do this, Nan? <laughs> First of all, I'm not your Nan. Second of all,
6: and... For the sake of time, because I was a lot mm-hmm. there, I'll roughly explain in a more terribly like worded way <laughs> <laughs> everything that you just said. And I'll just so really I know
0: Alzheimer's
2: can be group. a thing, you know. Just uh, you know, maybe you kill a satyr, and then just, you know, I mean, you wouldn't be lying about not about just having killed it.
3: F- I just forgot that I killed this. Just, killed oh and God, of I this <laughs> satyr. completely forgot I murdered this person. Th- at this moment, there's um, there's a call from outside in the garden. The dryad says. Evelyn, do you have a dog? No. Oh. There's um. I, I think there's so darling. There's there's dog. there's dog there's dog fecal matter on the garden. Are you sure you don't have a dog? You don't. No. Oh, I, I don't have a dogs. dog. There were dogs. Oh. In the in the cold yeah, open allergies. that I did, there were two dogs on the garden. Oh. Evelyn doesn't have dogs. Got it. I love dogs. <laughs>
6: nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
3: take a no, look. No, there's but... definitely dog fecal matter here on the garden. It looks relatively fresh.
1: Hmm. Ooh, and TB will zoom out and go and smell the fecal matter to try and get <laughs> an <laughs> idea of how fresh it is.
0: <laughs> make an
3: I'll, make, um, an, make an animal handling check. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll go out with TB, but I will not be smelling fecal matter. <laughs> uh, um,
1: animal handling that's a 14.
3: 14. Um Regina, um what breed were your dogs?
4: My dogs? Oh, yeah, yeah, they the, were the small, they were small like teacup poodle type Oh, things. teacup
3: poodles. Little baby. Um, TB, the, uh, the poo is fresh, it seems like it's only a few <laughs> hours old. Um, and it also seems like it was uh, from relatively small dogs. Mm. Maybe like teacup poodle sized dogs.
1: <laughs> All right, TB will... Um... There was
3: also a, a hole in the garden uh, in the very well-manicured lawn. There's a hole where something has been driven in, like a stake has been driven in and then since removed. Something that the dogs were probably leashed to based mm-hmm. on like the uh, disturbance of the grass around.
1: All right, well, TB will take her, her sniff in. <sniffs> okay, I got it! And then she will... Relay everything you just said to the rest of you do everybody.
3: So. As everybody comes out to uh, get this information, um, you can all make me a perception check,
0: please. Okay. Twenty-one. Nice.
4: Thirteen.
2: I'm gonna start rolling real dice because d d Beyond hates me. I get a four.
3: Four for everyone. <laughs> all right regina again is the only one to see as you uh, as you make your way out onto the lawn and see the, uh, the the clues out here as it were um you can see that just across the the, the small sort of suburban street um from evelyn's house is a playground a, a sort of a play park and in the trees at the edge of this play park there is like a um a makeshift um uh What's it called? Like a tree house um, uh, that seems to be made out of uh, bits of wood, that, like, a chil- like children have made it, sort of thing. You can see that sitting up in this treehouse, just kind of looking across the street towards you, are a number of um, anthropomorphic animal folk. In particular, you can see that there are... Where are they? Where are they? Where are they? Uh, where are we? Murder scene. You can see that there's like a fox person, a rabbit person, a skunk person, a bear person, and two raccoon people who are just kind of, like, leaning on the edges, watching the, um, the things as they're happening.
4: Well, it appears we have an audience, and she'll gesture across the street.
3: You all see this now, and it occurs to all of you that if this is indeed um, a treehouse, sort of a place where these kinds of uh, anthropomorphic, vagabond kids um, live, uh, as many do, they sort of live on the streets often, or in wilderness locations, if they were here overnight, they may have seen something
4: perhaps we should go speak to them they may have seen something all
3: oh, right all
2: yeah. right i'll
3: um i'll go have a word with them i'm good with kids oh you <laughs> you come here as you say as you say this shout out to them and then start to make your way out of the lawn and into the street uh, you can I'm see that they kind of yeah but you sh- you first shouted and as oh, you yeah, shouted yeah, yeah. and <laughs> then uh, the reason you start off sprinting is because they see you Turn away from the edge of the treehouse and then bolt. And you see them climb slash jump down the tree and then across the park. And they are setting off running as you are running across the street. It seems they have like at least 100 feet head start on you, but they are running away. If you wish to give chase, we will go into a chase scene. Oh, I'm a
2: fat uh, alcoholic. If you run, you're just going <laughs> to piss me off. All right, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. I don't even want to talk to you anymore. I just want to catch you.
3: <laughs> I just want to catch you because you <laughs> run, you know. James hey, yeah, L- yeah. is basically a dog or a cheetah. Yeah, <laughs> if basically. something moves, he's got to get it. All right. All right. So, uh, so we're going into a chase scene. So basically it's like a modified version of a combat In is how I roll them anyway. Um, You uh, each have one action you can do on your turn. It's assumed that you're moving at your regular speed. They are also moving at their regular speed, so there's no difference there, essentially. The only thing that can make a difference in whether you're catching them or not is your action. You can take your action to dash, but you can only dash a number of times equal to 5 plus your constitution modifier, because otherwise you'll get a bit too exhausted from sprinting all this way. Anyone who wishes to join in the chase can. Otherwise, you can stay back where you were at Evelyn's house and wait for the others to either catch or fail. Uh, Seamus, you're giving chase, so you've used your first round, as it were, to sort of cross the road and enter the pack, uh, oh, so you can uh, you can actually, dash from. I was going to say, what's the uh, what's the like
2: in terms of how strong these the you know in in general people are right? Uh-huh. If I would have perhaps
3: used magic missile, <laughs> they do look like anthropomorphic animal children, probably like boys, teenagers at most, there's a good chance that one magic missile might leave one alive, two or three might kill them, four or more right, would I'm, almost definitely kill them.
2: All right, as I'm running for the first time, I'm going to reach into my pocket, and I'm going to pull out, like, three of my uh, gold coins, and I'm mm-hmm. just going to use them as magic missiles and just, <laughs> like, send one at each of them, as I'm running. Uh, <laughs> who, who, who are you targeting? Uh, those, uh, again, were Fox, okay, I'll Bear, will target rabbit, the uh, I'm going to target the uh, the fox, the rabbit, and the raccoon, because I think the bear one will the be raccoons. the
3: smallest. one of the raccoons. All right. Yeah. You are indeed correct that the fox, the rabbit, and uh, the skunk and raccoons are all faster than the bear. Um, you you send them off. Uh, they don't miss, so that's an automatic success that'll slow them down a little bit. Um, but you also didn't use your action to dash, so uh, yeah, we'll yeah, see yeah. how that works out with the rest of it. TB, okay. Evelyn, <laughs> Regina, are you... Uh, you've, Joining join this chase as well. Yep.
0: I guess right.
6: so. If I can, <laughs> being my neighborhood, would I be able to find an idea of where they're heading towards and kind of cut them off?
3: Um, good question. I will say, make me a, uh, make me a. You can either make it a history or a survival, like the I history of history. your area or survival of yep. like layout and knowing routes
6: so that's another 26
3: <laughs> Ooh, 26 a plus seven uh, to history but. you you happen to know that they're heading towards uh, the sort of outskirts of town and into the forest on the other side of this park is like some um on um what are they, undeveloped uh like forest like Forest land, wildland uh, it starts heading into the fey wilds proper uh, it, it takes a while obviously to get properly wild and dangerous but um it's it's where the um it's where the outskirts uh, the, of society lives the, the people that don't tend to blend in with fairy life um okay. and it's not unusual for um for for uh, anthropomorphic folk to live in those woods uh in terms of heading them off they're they're pretty much beelining right across Lining. the uh, playground okay. park and so you you there's any, any other direction than lining would be uh, the longer route.
6: And last question, I promise, about how far away are they from me right now?
3: From you, they are about 100 feet. So from you, they've set off. Uh, they're probably about 130 feet or so.
6: Okay, then I'll, I'll join the chase and I'll dash
3: with mine. You're dashing. All right. So keep track of how often you've dashed yep. individually. Regina, are you going? Yeah, I'm going to go. And you're dashing? Yep. All right, TB, you were dashing?
1: Yeah, uh, before TV dashes, she'll just like in an anime way uh, whisper to herself, "I am one with the wind," and then she will she will go. Uh,
3: <laughs> we see the also, colors; <laughs> all of the see? surrounding screen just <laughs> turns into color. <laughs> you, you get like foreshortening uh, animation of TV's face, yeah. <laughs> and then we zoom out, and you're flying just at the same speed as Evelyn and Regina. <laughs> <laughs> but, you do start, but you do overtake Seamus, who is running across the road uh, well, and having actually, to open gates and get into the park over the fence. Well, <laughs> you guys uh, actually, are flying. Slight,
2: slight point of order. I actually have cunning action because I'm a rogue, so I've got bonus action to dash. Ah, sweet. So you can dash
3: as well. So you've oh, dashed yeah. and you've done your thing. It, which means, and I've got a 30-foot uh, move speed. Which means that they are going, you are going to catch up with them, uh, and then I'm going to roll to see what uh, obstacle you overcome.
0: Oh, don't you All run right. away from yes. me.
3: So uh, we got a four... All right. Four is a physical obstacle. So I'm going to say that they come across like a children's playground sort of a thing, like a, like slides and swings and things. And uh, I'm going to roll for them to see if they can overcome it and continue with their movement. They do, with a 14 plus their dexterity modifier being that they're How far away and are they? young and lithe. Uh, they, they're, I mean, same distance really. Um, we have, we go through everybody's turn and then at the yeah. end of once everybody's done a thing, then I work out whether you've gained on them or not gained on them. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Sorry. So they have they have uh, uh, managed to get through and round and over and Have you ever seen the um, professional parkour or tag competitions? The prefer- mm. like, a, have you ever seen professional tag? Man, it's fun. Yep. <laughs> it's like a big playground set out and they're leaping over uh, over things and under things and swinging at it and they basically do this whoosh, sliding through slides and stuff. Uh, They'll make it through this thing. I need a dexterity check from each of you to see if you can get past this physical obstacle. Womp,
0: womp. 23. All right. Well, you do. We're not
1: 20.
3: Oh, nice, no, yeah. you do. 15. Seven. Seven uh, and a 15, Evelyn?
0: 15.
3: All right, everyone but Regina. So, Regina, you drop back two two points, essentially. Um, You you get to end up two points further back from them. Uh, They succeeded, so they kept going. Uh, However, the three that you hit with the magic missiles, they also drop back two points, Seamus. So you've made some distance on those ones. You haven't made any distance on the others. Oh, come here, you. Into round two. What are you guys doing as they they, um, are continuing to run across this playground?
1: How far? Sorry. How, approximately how far away are they now?
3: Uh, about a hundred feet or so. Oh, uh,
1: I will, um, I'll just dash again. Take All
3: right. You're just... dashing again. Same, uh, Evelyn. same with Evelyn. I'm
0: also
2: going to dash. Nice. Can, okay. can Rogues double dash with cunning action?
3: Yeah. That's, yeah. Uh, rogues can double dash with cunning action, yeah, and you can... Stay. Yeah, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> all right, Seamus is starting to get closer. All right, the uh, and, obstacle and this... Just,
2: to, just, just for, for experience, I'm going to pull out a knife and just be like...
3: like I'm, just, I'm, I'm too into this chase. <laughs> you might not have eyewitnesses left if you <laughs> if you let Seamus get to them first. Um, all right, the obstacle this round was a... Uh, a, a, a a um person obstacle so there is a crowd of dog walkers that are like talking and what leashes of dogs in the way and t- there's a big open tangle uh, you can either use an animal handling check to like get the dogs to clear out of your way first or you can use like an acrobatics check to get over them also if you've got another thing you can do you can try and pitch me on it uh, they are going to do acrobatics because that's what they're best at
4: um can i can i intimidate by like yelling move or something like that
3: yeah you make an intimidation <laughs> check
4: okay i'm gonna do that or could I ask them politely and use persuasion? <laughs> if, if you haven't
3: Please rolled no. yet you can.
0: <laughs> yeah. <gasps> <gasps> Not
3: 20 31. Hey, Nice. All right. So you persuade them to get out of the way of you and into the way of one of the others. Who is next?
6: Um oh. uh, Evelyn's doing an animal, animal handling and rolled a
3: fourteen. Fourteen, you succeed, you manage to uh uh come on, come on, come on, come on, and the dogs kind <laughs> of get back from you just in time for you to zip through them. Uh,
1: TV would like to sort of do, like, as if she was, like, uh, paragliding or whatever, but, like, turn through the oh, air nice. using the wind. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
3: There's like, yeah, there's, there's, like, a crisscrossing almost, um, from, like, entrapment or something. That Catherine Zeta's Jones, uh, where she's, like, going under under and over the the, the red uh, alarm wires. And there's, like, crisscrossing, um, uh, leads and leashes from these dogs. And you see this opening, this whoosh, starts to open, and you whoosh, tuck your wings in, whoosh, Make me a little check. See if you actually succeed. I got a dirty 20. You definitely succeed <laughs> out the other side without being slowed down. Seamus? Uh,
2: I get a 10. Get a 10. I, 10 I, run, was... I, I run straight into the dogs, and that extra dash action that I used, <laughs> I don't instead. Instead, I stop for a moment to pat the dog. A little <laughs> cordial,
3: like...
0: <laughs> i the love dogs
3: <laughs> well a 10 is the dc on this particular check so you you still made it so you run into the dogs oh, okay. give them a quick pat and then you head yes. up after them all right so they succeeded as well so the people who are dashing they're dashing as well um no one's no one was slowed down but seamus you get two points closer towards them all uh, i will say that you are now five points difference between you and the the ones at the back the ones the three that you slowed down all right next round uh, we'll roll to see what the obstacle is. Oh, it's another physical obstacle. So this one is going to be uh, divots, and this is where somebody's starting to turn this uh, large open park into a golf course, and they've started to dig out the um, the the uh, the obstacles, the, the the what do they call them, the sand pits and whatnot. And so they are going to try and get down this sand pit. I need a roll to, from each of you to either get across it, or I suppose three of you can fly. So let's come up with another obstacle for you. There's. <laughs> trees in the way (laughs) it's 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 just (laughs) me it's just There's a thick
6: canopy Uh, (laughs) there's
3: a thick (laughs) canopy of trees there's there's there's, uh digging equipment there we go all the things they've been excavating the stuff out of there's digging equipment and it's up in the air and you're gonna have to either duck down or fly over some kind of a check from each of you oh they failed it this time they're gonna slow down
4: um i'll do acrobatics
3: yeah probably an acrobatics check Sixteen. Sixteen, nice. It's like a it's like a parkour scene from like a Casino Royale where you kind of you're flying, you're about to smack into one of the um, the diggers, but you zoom up at the last second, and, and your little fairy legs run up one of the sides, and up Ooh. and off the top.
1: Um, I rolled an eighteen. I'm wondering nice. if for flavor I could also, while it's happening, cast druid druid craft and make um like like goggle sunglasses come out over her face
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely
1: yeah.
3: what are they what are the goggle sunglasses made out of like shell like polished shells of walnuts or something that you can see through
1: <laughs> like vines come out and then vines. like you know you've got clear like clear petals or shells or whatever that you can see through.
3: <laughs> nice <laughs> that one comes in and what was the check you were doing acrobatics or yeah yeah acrobatics so you do another one of those tuck and roll uh bomber moves in between a couple of the the diggers fox. Evelyn?
6: Uh, Evelyn went with acrobatics. She rolled a 12. Whether she wins or loses, she's going to use Druidcraft to make a fan. Like a little white like, hand
3: fan. <laughs> hey, damn
6: ragamuffins! <laughs> Just
3: <laughs> sh- <laughs> shaking it after these guys. You, uh, you the, the diggers, the digger. One of them's coming down to excavate more, and you're, you you were aiming for that space. So you almost, you almost hit, hit, squished between that and the sand. But whew, you managed to tuck up at the last second. Your, uh, your feet drag along the sand, whew, kick up a big cloud behind you. Seamus. Uh,
2: Seamus is going to long jump uh, with a fifteen on his athletics check as he. <laughs>
3: Make me a, uh, so 15, would you say? Yep. There you go then. You long jump, your feet go into the sand. You stand up and turn and you're like, oh, that's actually pretty bad. It's not bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty, yes. Oh, this off. is your unlucky
3: day. You get a little, you get a little flag out and you you put it down to be like, measure that for me. I'll be back. And you off <laughs> running again. <laughs> Yep. All right, so all of you succeeded and they failed, so they get two points. They are all all respectively get two points closer to you. Uh, Seamus, with your double dash, you actually managed to get two points closer to them, meaning there's only one point between you and the the three that you hit with Magic Missile, so you are pretty close to uh, being able to grab them. One more round should do it if you succeed. Everybody uh, keep marking off those, those uh, dash rounds. Ooh, two, here we go. Uh, ooh, a two is a, uh, a, a sudden turn. So they have reached the edge of the um, uh, reached the edge of the play play park sort of uh, area at this point, and they are going down the hill into the forest proper. Uh, there's a sudden change for you to not tumble and go down the hill and get hit into trees and things. So anything any sort of respective check that you think would be appropriate for turning on a dime. Oh, they succeeded. How about the rest uh, there?
2: If they're within range, I'm going to use silvery Barbs.
3: Your silvery Barbs, thank you. All right, here we go. Uh,
2: and okay. the, the flavor of my silvery Barbs is I flip a coin
3: <laughs> as, a, as I'm as I'm running, Just and it turns it, it flips over. Uh, you, you put it on your thumb in uh, heads side up, and it flips over and it comes back down heads side up. Unfortunately, I rolled better the second one. I so still succeed, but you can give somebody advantage with that. To your next uh, I'm gonna
2: give advantage to Evelyn. Evelyn, oh, right. Evelyn,
3: on some on something, some kind of a check, you get advantage yeah. because of silvery babs. How how did the rest of you go with your sudden turn? Eighteen. Eighteen on your was it acrobatics or acrobatics? Yeah, you managed to you managed to your your wings go out. What did Regina's wings look like?
4: They're very sparkly and ethereal and purple.
3: Are they like dragonfly wings or like butterfly wings? I'm thinking or? closer
4: to a butterfly.
3: Butterfly beautiful ethereal sparkly uh, purple wings come out and suddenly just like you put you put your one wing out on one side and it just catches the wind and spins you 90 degrees and then your other wing comes out to stabilize and then you're out down this hill and you're catching up uh tv how'd you go uh
1: i went with acrobatics and i rolled 14.
3: 14 success what does it look like
1: um do you remember those toys from the 90s they were like little fairies and you like (laughs) you wound them up and then they
3: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> you suddenly spin like a Tasmanian devil, almost spinning top, and then as you come out of it, you suddenly stop like a ballerina, and you and everybody watching is like, how is she not dizzy as anything?" And You're like, "It's all about spotting." <laughs> <And> <laughs> I'm
1: so impressed that you know that.
3: <laughs> my, my my fiance is a ballerina. Um, <laughs> you you spot yourself, and you are down the hill, Evelyn.
6: Uh, well, thanks to thanks to Seamus, Evelyn rolled an that twenty on her uh. Oh, <laughs> well, the way shit. it looks is Evelyn does sort of a Tokyo, so she wears these pink fuzzy slippers, like backless slippers. She's like, does this, like, drag <laughs> off of the ground, and one of the slippers <laughs> comes flying drifting. off, and she
3: catches it, like, <laughs> out, skipping a bit, throws
6: it back on her foot.
3: <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it. grabs the slipper yeah. as it goes careening <laughs> off, and then slips it back on, and you're down the hill. Uh, and Seamus? Uh, Seamus is going to, as he's
2: taking the turn, he's going to find a uh, like a like a like a mailbox or a, something on the street, yeah. and yeah. I'm just going to use it and ram into it uh, with an <laughs> athletics check to try and.
3: This is, yeah, there's tr- yeah, there's a tree right at the edge of the park where it meets the yeah. w- the woods that's undeveloped. You slam into the tree, and the tree goes. <laughs> uh, <yeah. laughs> but bam, uh, yeah. give me that uh, check. Four- Fourteen on my athletics check. Fourteen, you managed to use that to suddenly change your momentum, and you're away, nursing a, a <sighs> bruised shoulder as you do. Uh, with your double dash, they were not slowed. You guys were not slowed, but with your double dash, he, Seamus, you managed to catch up to uh, and able. You're now within grappling range of three of them. The others have managed to take off. You can see that actually, with you slowed them down a little bit, but the rabbits have actually caught up to where the rest of them were. You've, you're now in range of the bear as well. Okay, oh, uh, color spray. Oh, okay, nice. And that's a con save. Uh it it's is a the bl- eyes, doesn't it? Blindness, right? Uh buh, 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 doesn't array, yada yada yah. Oh it hang on, matter, I think. Yeah, it doesn't matter.
2: Oh no know. uh it's just how many hit points of creature I get. Uh oh okay. Mean, yeah.
3: Um so well then, I...
2: roll it. So I affect twenty-one hit points worth of creatures. Oh, boy. Alright. Well with the damage from the uh
3: the um Magic missiles are launched earlier. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, with that damage from the magic missiles, they were uh, the three that you hit are considered wounded. By the way, they are below half health. Oh so um, so you managed children. to <laughs> take that children. Take uh, You managed to put to, put to sleep the three that you hit with magic missile, and then two more. Which ones are you going to go for? Uh, you've uh, got the one that you didn't hit was the skunk, the raccoon, and the bear. Okay, so I'm going to hit all of them but the bear. Everyone but the bear. <laughs> <laughs> All of them, uh, and, and it's not sleep, is it? It's, uh, it's blindness, right? Okay, so, so cool.
2: they are under the effect of. Makes them um, blind, I'm pretty sure. Uh, bu- 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 starting with the lowest. Fuchsia, they are blinded,
3: <laughs> yes, until the end of yep. the next turn. Suddenly they're all <laughs> you just blind these children and, are away from here. <laughs> <laughs> and you see a, fun, a bunch of them tripping over roots and things now now that you're down into the actual wilderness as it were uh, out <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the uh, chase is pretty much over because the bear is still lumbering forwards but he's a little bit slower than the others you guys with your dashes can catch up to him in time so you managed to catch them <laughs> as they are panting and
0: don't hurt us don't hurt us.
3: What did you like to do? You have you have uh, six uh, anthropomorphic children in, at, at your behest. Uh,
2: so Seamus looks like he's about to stab one of the kids, and then like <laughs> as his as his eyes are sort of like gold and stuff like that, he's like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, wait, what was I doing? Right, ah, that's right. You.
0: I can't see. That I can't see. It, I can't see
3: it. either. Shut up. All
2: right. Uh, gonna, if we can't gonna, see uh, them, they
3: might not be able to see us. Just <laughs> <start> <laughs> up, stop. calling. They'll be able to find us. One's <laughs> kneeling on my chest?
4: oh stop all your bickering and i'll cast i'll cast zone of truth
3: oh okay what does it look like
4: um it's like a like a gold pulse that comes like up from the floor and then ripples uh in a 15 foot radius and then circles up too
3: awesome uh
2: I'm going to lash the children together, and as I do, I say, I was never hugged by my mother, and always <laughs> was a source of anger for me. I never really got to have a childhood, and I've always been jealous of people who made friends easily. enough, <laughs> no,
3: Seamus. No, Sorry, I need to... I, I walk out of the field. <laughs> <laughs> you walk out of the range of, of truth. Uh, Regina, you can feel uh, that the, uh, the, the fox has succeeded on his save and is not compelled to tell the truth. The bear failed. Uh, the rabbit and the skunk all failed as well, and the two raccoons succeeded. So the fox and the two raccoons succeeded, but the bear, the rabbit, and the skunk did not. And they are compelled to fail. That's through. so on brand.
5: I know,
0: right?
5: Hey, <laughs> listen to me, you little shits! What do you know? <laughs> uh,
3: you're going to have to be more specific. I could, I could list everything. Um, I'm, I'm pretty good at maths. I've, I, I can count up to a hundred. Oh, uh, shut up, sake. I know, <laughs> I know about how to light a fire. About the murder.
5: The murder that you were watching us outside. I was smelling poo oh. and you were watching us. Oh,
3: that murder. Uh, yeah, we saw the guy who did it. <laughs> and said, Shut up, dude. We said we wouldn't see. He's going to come for us. No, don't, no we, I, I, I didn't mean to tell her, but I just felt like I should tell her. Oh, God, I think she cast something on us. Oh, I'm scared.
0: <laughs> There's no need to too. be
3: afraid. Tell us everything well, you know.
5: You should be afraid of, of Seamus, but... The rest of us will will not. We won't murder you today, so you'll be okay. Uh, as, as
2: she says that and draws the kids' attention to Seamus, Seamus holds up like a pint of oil and like a lighter.
6: Seamus, <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Damn it!
3: I, 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 the guy who did it, it was it was around uh, it, it was around um, uh, Moon Down i uh, i just come up with that term to mean like middle of the night because i works. suddenly realized that there's no midnight <laughs> when when it's always dusk uh, there was a t- around the time of Moondown um and uh and, and there was a guy he looked he looked like um eladrin uh, sort of size size but he didn't look like a eladrin looked like one of those Nommies. um and one of them goes what are they called the 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 from the material plane this uh like a uh hunum hunum or something he kind of looked hunum he doesn't have the ears uh his skin was like I don't know what he, he was he was tallish uh he, he had two dogs with him two little two little poodles uh like teacup poodles um and he, and he tied them up outside and he said he said uh uh he seemed to he seemed to know the dogs the dogs knew him and and he and he said something what did what were the dogs called and one of them says um i think it was like david and R- Raina or something i i think renisha or something what, david what and Raina. <laughs> yeah i think that was it Vegeta, how many times do I have to tell you not to let your dog shit on
6: my lawn?
4: Oh, for fuck's sake, Evelyn. (laughs) Shut up. We can talk about it later. What else did you see? This man?
3: He uh, he went inside and and then he was sort of just inside for a while. We didn't see anything else and then and then a little while later another another guy Sator turned up and he walked inside um, and he and he seemed to just like he played something on his on his tunes and it was hard to see him from across the street. From that point he looked like all dark and shadowy and then and then he went inside and then he didn't come back out again. There was kind of like a just like a thud and then uh, like I don't know maybe like half an hour later the the, the other man came out and he took the dogs and he, and he left and he went he went down the street.
4: Tell me, this man, did he have very long, stupid sideburns? Yes. Okay. I think I know who it
5: was.
3: Oh. Okay. Well, it wasn't us. Please don't kill us. We were just going,
5: we, we, we won't be in trouble. Oh, we were just, just out. One,
6: one more thing. She'll uh, go up to, uh, I don't know, the skunk.
3: She kind of grabs him, even though in her does, feeble does little not, does hands. Does not smell nice.
6: <laughs>
3: Seems like he skunked himself.
6: Why were you looking into my house, trying to catch a look at all, <laughs>
2: Everyone? <laughs> How appropriate. That was in character. One hundred percent.
3: Um, he says, <laughs> "No, no, we weren't trying to look. We were just, we just, we, that's where we hang out sometimes when we're not with Pete." And and then the bear says, "Pete, Pete, please help! We've been attacked!" And they're like, "We still can't
5: see." Famous,
4: <laughs> what do you want to do with them?
3: All right, look. Empty your pockets, you little shites. There's a there's a there's a voice behind you says. No, I think you should empty yours. Oh my uh, God! And you, and you you turn around to see this. Um, he he <laughs> looks like he looks like maybe an elf boy, uh, maybe like a maybe a wood elf or maybe a ladrin perhaps. Uh, but he looks like he's in his sort of early teens, um, and he's uh, he's dressed in green sort of forest forest clothing, and he's got a small dagger out, uh, and it doesn't seem that intimidating. But he's leaning up against the tree with with a, with a sort of confidence. You've dealt with a lot of people that are shady. This kid's got the confidence to back up the fact that he can, he can handle himself. It seems, and he doesn't seem to be frightened of the fact that there's three fairies and a leprechaun that are shaking down his friends. <laughs> but we're so intimidated. Um, TB, you recognise Pete? You've just served time with him.
1: I was just going to ask.
3: You just served time with him, and you're, you're currently both fugitives from the same guy. Uh, <laughs> he looks across the three of you, and oh, TB, how's it going? Pete, yeah. <laughs> time! What are you doing here? I, I, w- I was just sort of popping... I have some nommies with me from the material plane. We were gonna... I was showing them around and stuff. I thought I'd show them my hometown. But, uh... Yeah, I'm not sticking around too long. Don't worry. Why are we out... Why are we out in the open? Why... Don't stab my friend! What is he doing? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, just pouring, <laughs> pouring oil on them. <laughs> uh, 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 leprechaun! Stop it! Goddamn lepers. Lep... <laughs> What is, what is this? What is, what is, what is, what is going on? <laughs> the, the, one of the raccoons is just drenched in oil now. And still, still not able to see.
0: <laughs> oh,
5: these are my, um, I guess acquaintances, and, um, Seamus is wants to murder a lot of things, I guess. Um, we're trying to stop you brought him. a knife
3: to a fireball fight. <laughs> uh. I think I'm good, hey, mate. Um, and and you meant to be running away. If I catch you, I get a wish or something. Is that how it works. You got to find me part of gold. Come on. And he, and he starts walk to, walking towards oh, you. do like you a, lay your like hand on, a, on me? I like swear a, to all. The... He's coming towards you like a kid, like an adult that's gonna tickle a kid. And he's like, "Come on, I'm gonna catch you. I'm gonna catch you." <laughs> he's, he's, he gets real close. I'm gonna I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use my shillelagh spell
2: and buck buck him on the head with my shillelagh. <laughs>
3: You try and bock him on the head, and you see that whoosh, he ducks out of the way of it with super dextrousness. He's very, um, uh, very, very lithe and nimble, and that seems to be how he gets about. W- without wings, it seems that he, c- he can still fly without, because as, he, as you go to bock him, he, whoosh, he sort of flies backwards, and he's now like hovering about five feet from the ground with his dagger out in front, and oh he goes, God, Come I on, I'll catch you, I'll wing wings <laughs> in! And then he, come, he, he comes down and he says, alright, let's get out of the open, eh? I've got my, um, I've got my never home nearby. Uh, and <laughs> I'm like, I just realized you raided. I
0: can't bad. believe we, we got just it. it. We got in. it. Yeah, like so that, took,
3: it was... that took a long time, Evelyn, yeah. but we got there.
0: <laughs> yeah, we got there.
3: <laughs> um, TB follows Pete, her friend, uh, into the base, of the, the roots of a very large tree nearby. As he walks you down this uh, sort of spiral staircase into this um, this, this underground base uh, of operations. He uh, gestures around the room and says, "Please take a seat wherever you like. Uh, this is my uh, my human friends, uh, Jono, John Mikey, and Wenda, who are uh, just visiting for a little while. Um, I'm just showing them around. But please, let's t- let's talk it out. What's the what seems to be the problem? Uh, and as we sort of cut to uh, a, a an exposition dump uh, moment, we will take our bio break here, hmm. um, and we'll come back in. What is it? Five minutes? Ten minutes? How long do you normally give?" Ten minutes, ten minutes is Ten good. minutes. Yeah. Ten minutes. Go get yourself some drinks and snacks and, and, and all of the things. I See you in a things. bit.
0: Ah.
3: Love you. Welcome back. Aww. Welcome back and welcome in for anyone who has joined us since the beginning. Um, you have joined us for a one shot called Fae-Tality set in the Fae Wild with three fairies and a leprechaun uh, as they are investigating a murder on behalf of an arch Fay. <clears throat> they discovered this satyr had been chopped up with almost surgical precision uh, and the leading suspect seems to be Regina's ex-husband, although why he would uh, go out of his way to protect Evelyn is still the mystery. You've just found some anthropomorphic uh, woodland critters um, and, and chased these... Um, what did I end up calling them? Uh, definitely not lost boys, they were legally distinct from lost boys uh they were the m- uh misplaced men um as you as you chase the misplaced men <laughs> into the woods you found a um a a, a green bedecked uh child called pete uh and he led you back to his never home uh and in your in the never home you've just exposition dumped to him about all that you've been through and he's been listening and nodding along he says um well tb i uh I kind of wish that I could come with you and help you uh, work out what's going on, but um, unfortunately I've got to stick around these uh, these Normies uh, for a little while. Um, I do know, however, that uh, your late husband Evelyn he owed uh, he owed money to a um, uh, a crime lord kind of a guy, like a like a, a what do you call him, Like a loan shark or something? Like a he was a leprechaun. No offense, he says to Seamus. He was a leprechaun out. Um, at the end of the uh, uh, the Westwood Rainbow, um, uh, what was his name? Billam or something? Bill, Bill, Bilden- Bilden- something like that. Um, I'd say that the if it if the if it was a satyr, then I know Billam's u- uses satyrs as enforcers. Maybe maybe go check with him. He'll probably know about why he was sending somebody to who he was sending them after and all this. Best I can do for you, I'm afraid.
0: Oh.
1: Well, helpful. Do you, uh, this whole time, TV has been sitting on uh, Pete's shoulder. Yeah, I'm assuming. Yeah, she's small enough. Yeah,
4: Pete, I have a question. Yeah, these 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 humans are they? These that ones, you brought yeah. Over? Yeah. and then he sp- speaks.
3: He switches into a language you don't understand, which is common because you've been speaking Sylvan the whole time. And he says, with uh, as uh, uh, um, Peter,
4: Peter, if you couldn't, if you couldn't, it makes me very uncomfortable when people speak other languages. And I was language. just
3: telling—I was just telling them that what we were saying. Um,
0: okay.
3: Just, to, just to not worry. Then I said that you were friends of ours, and you are look you over know? to the three humans who are just like—they've clearly never seen. Very, they've just <laughs> the entire conversation. They've just been sitting there, like there's like animal people and the fairies and there's, and there's a real life leprechaun who seems intent on burning one of the animal people <laughs> <laughs> and there's a skunk that, there's a skunk that's just been like playing the keep away game just like walking around the base of this, this underground hideout, dripping oil the whole time, trying to stay away from the le- leprechaun who's chasing him with a torch
4: <laughs> If you could ask them to close their mouths please, it's very rude
3: Close the mouth <laughs> Reaches over and
0: hmm.
4: She'll wink at them and then she'll say are there any humans missing or last night can you account for all of their behavior
3: um yes uh, they were with me for the whole night we we i mean we were ha- I, I went and picked them up from the material plane i brought them back through a farewell portal uh we went to um went to the the <laughs> never dive bar on the other side of town <laughs> sure talking- sure got talking to a, um, a changeling fellow uh, got talking to played some darts with a couple of a uh, couple of dryads um, but
4: everyone you brought from the other plane was with you last night yeah the these whole three. time okay yeah interesting well, what would you make with this? He was, was he like all
5: i think we should do what pete says i think we should go talk to the name that i forget
2: <laughs> <laughs> seamus Sh- 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 as you say if you forget the name he says billam aye <sighs> billam oh god's me aye yes no i know him really well bastard is currently wearing the goddamn rainbow crown the most coveted crown of all the leprechauns Thinks he's so good? Oh look at me! Oh, I can hire seaters to go and do all my work because my fat arse can't get out of bed in the morning. Freaking! I hate that man. I hate that man with more than anything else. Any other fibre of my I hate him more than walking through a field of four-leaf clovers and finding a three-leaf one. I hate him. <laughs> <We> I
6: understand <honestly. laughs> Oh, good that yeah. you can tell him that a van harp never pays their debts.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Evelyn, you're still awake Great
6: goes off for a bit. And what the hell are you looking at? She points at one of the humans You wouldn't know what to do with it if you had it
3: <laughs> the, the human you're pointing to Is like a six-year-old boy With a teddy bear in his hand <laughs> <laughs> Monsters
4: Well, the way I see it We can I've go to it. see this Billum <laughs> yeah. Or we can go to see um, Was it Somebody's neighbor, I forget, from earlier.
6: Dirk McGurk?
4: Sure.
5: Mm. Yeah. Old colleague. Well, if Seamus doesn't like this villain guy, we can go find him and stab him just a little, just to, to hurt him a
0: little. Well, well, off well you know steam. what? That
2: actually, that actually might work. If you see, leprechauns can't stab each other. It's just the law. But the Blarney, Blarney rules or something. Blarney, right? The rules of the Blarney code. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> say that's that's that. That we can't, we we can we, we can't stab other leprechauns, but doesn't say anything about
3: fairies. Fairies can stab leprechauns. I would I very much like lepre- to, to stab
5: Blarnum for you, Blarmy. Billum, Billum, darling.
3: I like I like the fact is whatever his name is, you know, he's fine. Uh, I mean, you can find worries, him easy way. enough with the with the weather coming in. His home's moving this way anyway. Um, you would know Seamus that uh, Billum is in like a a mobile home of sorts he just basically lives at the end of a rainbow and the rainbow just moves with the storm because it's always twilight there's always some sun going on and so the sun just goes with wherever the storm is and the storm is oh, heading at this me. way
2: high on a rainbow oh, <laughs>
3: a wanker hey <laughs> <Right. laughs> I'm, to, all right, I'm I'm going to say, all right, all right, well. I love that you are putting on an, an Irish accent to play Seamus, and then you're putting on a high, like an, an Irish accent on top of the Irish accent to, to be the Irish guy mocking the other Irish guy.
0: That's impressive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at me, dilly dilly.
2: I'm I'm all right. Uh, so Seamus is going to walk up to um to the kid with the teddy bear. And he and he's he's basically just just. Yelling at him, which I imagine he doesn't understand. <laughs> and the next thing that happens is Seamus
3: hands him a knife. <laughs> His, the, the, the other uh, little boy that's with them, uh, who is, seems like he's a little bit older and wears a, uh, a, a top hat um, for no reason, uh, <laughs> reaches out and, and says, uh, Labo, do both first. I see. Oh, yes. No, I understand. It's fine. I
2: you know, hand him a cigar and a, and, and a lighter. Oh.
3: But as, as, uh, Bimon, uh, yep, Bimon. yep. Just, just deep, bre- deep breaths. And, yeah, and right Pete, in. Pete leans back and smiles, and then says, "Da, messabada." Yeah, yeah, yeah. No uh, hesitation.
0: <laughs> 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 That's and then disgusting. Can, while, while john <laughs> yeah. was
3: uh, coughing, Mike, you hand Mikey the uh, <laughs> the, the dagger. <laughs> yep. Yeah. He reaches out and grabs it. Wipes away his tears with his teddy bear. Mm, yeah, you see. You, there's no
2: no need to cry when you could stab people. Make them cry. Just, he just like... slowly sh- shives the teddy bear with the, the new dagger.
6: Yeah, that's the yeah. way to
2: do it. Yeah. Jesus, fuck. All right. yeah. Well, my job here is done.
3: Let's go that's kill a better. leprechaun. That's not me. He goes, he goes towards uh, Jono, who <coughs> slaps his hand away. Uh-huh.
4: Yay. Shame as you've done right. God's work here.
3: Yeah, I think <laughs> so too. Good. I think so too. <laughs> <laughs> Bless me heart. <laughs> All right, so are you heading to the rainbow? Yes. Yeah,
1: before we go, T.B. will say, Pete, I'll see you on the other side! And she'll put her druid craft glasses down <laughs> and, <laughs> and <laughs>
3: fly away. You stay, you stay out of trouble. Well, any trouble that they can pin to you, eh?
2: Oh, wait, you all you fly take... off and leave me here. like <laughs> Just fly out of the room immediately. And,
3: well, I guess I'm fucking walking. <laughs> Pick up your cauldron. <laughs> Come on all right you make it out of the uh, the never home uh, and and out into the uh, the fey wilds proper heading in the direction of the storm you uh you walk for about an hour or so until you uh feel the rain starting to come down and about another um uh, another half an hour or so before you uh before you're close enough to the the rainbow that you know that you're coming up on on um old billum's house as it were uh you Realize that he living in a rainbow lives in basically like a little cloud home that's you know like a perfect uh, kids' drawing of a little cloud with a rainbow coming out the top, and it's only like a half rainbow that goes up and just kind of fades out of existence, it's only the, the quarter of the rainbow, as it were. Um, so you, you're gonna need to get up to that cloud, not a problem for the three that can fly. <laughs> Isn't it
2: amazing how we can build a whole house of all the smoke that people blow up is ours? <laughs> <laughs> Very funny, Seamus. (laughs) Can I step
3: on the rainbow? Is that something leprechauns can do? I don't know. (laughs) uh, You you can, but it's not touching the ground in any way. It stops at at a cloud that is uh, in the sky about 100 feet up. Um, And then it fades out.
5: Seamus, like we discussed before, we could could try our our secret move where you get in your cauldron and, and all three of us will lift you up like an airlift.
4: It's a tad, it's a tad humiliating for you, darling, but I'm afraid we have no other choice. Hop in!
2: I, uh, Seamus takes a moment He says, Alright, but Billum can't see this.
5: understand. That- oh,
0: there's, 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 mo-
3: there's a moment of thankfulness uh, that your cauldron is uh, half empty still, <laughs> so you can't actually yes. get into it. Yep, I, I
2: I crawl in. I kind of move some of the moss that I use to like pad my <laughs> pad my my treasure,
3: <laughs> and I like pop in. I got my my like hands my, my... hands on the edge of the cauldron lip. All right, the three of you. It's going to be a collective <laughs> athletics check, please. Oh my god, I'm so uh, sorry. Each of you roll athletics check <laughs> and adding the numbers together, and we're going to see how well you do.
1: This is how we kill Seamus. <laughs> dropping.
3: Him. When we get his <gasps> gold. That's it.
1: Oh my God! I can't like a ball. No, that's gonna be a three for Regina.
3: Uh, luckily, Evelyn's face definitely says that that was a good roll, right? Well, I'm that a is five. a four. <laughs> three. A three, a four, and a five—is that right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Don't let> go! <laughs>
3: Okay, so with a three a four and a five, you struggle to get him up off the ground, but you persevere <laughs> and the wings flopping. There's like fairy dust just like away from you in, in every which way, and then the cauldron starts to lift up on one side and then just tips over, <laughs> spilling you and your gold out onto the ground.
0: Oh, this is so not how Seamus dies. Thankfully,
3: Thankfully, you failed on the first check, because this was going to be a series of checks. If you'd have succeeded on the first and the second and then failed on the third, that's when you would have taken serious fall damage. Makes sense. All right. So instead, they, they just fail to so even get you up off the ground and you, your cauldron tips and pff, uh, you are tipped out of your cauldron. You're going to have to think of another way up. You got there... you oh, yeah, no, do you have any magic? Oh,
2: yeah, no. I've got this. I've got this. I'm going to tie a uh, I'm gonna tie a, a rope to the cauldron. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay.
5: Always check the wind.
3: since you're since you've made a Helpful. point of it, since you're ma- since you've made a point of it, uh, as you check yeah. the wind, you notice that the wind is particularly turbulent here, more so than usual. It seems like it's erratic weather. Mm.
0: This right, was going to become
3: cloud. more apparent as you got closer to the cloud, but since you made a point of checking it at ground level, the wind you notice is a little um, little um, unnatural. Around his uh, his rainbow. Alright. Uh yeah, I'm gonna
2: cast catapult launching the uh the <laughs> cauldron with me attached to the rope
0: and just <laughs>
3: Okay. <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna have you make a I'm gonna have you make a spellcasting check. Uh and this is gonna determine your aim essentially with your catapult. Alright.
4: Well, can I inspire him?
3: You can. What do you do okay. to inspire him? Is it a little song, a ditty, a limerick?
4: Poem? Gather round, gather round. I'm going to share with all of you a poem about my ex-husband. <laughs> come in ah, close, here we go. darlings. Come in close. Ah, again.
2: Can I say that this inspires me to leave quicker? <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> the petals of flowers by gentle rains showered. I hope that you die, you spineless coward. <laughs> you, You're weak, feeble-minded and lacking in grit with nary a chance of finding the clit and i'll strum on my loop
3: (laughs) (laughs) all right you get a buttock inspiration dag and uh, and jess you get a dm inspiration amazing
4: Oh, My bitches! Don't mess with
3: oh, yeah. Regina vagina! And, and somewhere in the world, your husband gets a d4 uh, psychic damage from vicious mockery. A long-range vicious mockery. <laughs> <laughs> two, two points of psychic damage, Um
0: right. which I'm going that to 20... write down,
3: but for reasons unknown. <laughs> uh, that is a 26. <clears throat> oh, wow. <clears throat> You see, you see this catapult whew, set off, and then almost split Seamus in two when it, when it suddenly goes taut. He is rushed sent after it into the air, into the air. The cauldron slams into the side of the building on top of the uh, the cloud in the sky. There's some stonework falls off of this uh, this this like candy house. Some like gum gumdrop buttons fall off the side. Um, and you, uh, and you're sort of like dangling from the rope underneath the cloud. <laughs> the three of you sort of fly up and help get him actually up and onto the proper cloud, uh, as is. And you are in front of the small sort of chalet uh, that is at the very end of the rainbow on top of this cloud. Uh, the first thing you notice is that the door is wide open. The front door. What do you do?
5: Uh, Seamus? Is is your is your Blarney friend... <laughs> whatever his name is.
2: <laughs> Blarney.
5: Be a be a his name
2: him. is Bastard McGee.
5: Look, I'm is, not is, hungry. Is, is everyone did you have breakfast this morning? I said I'm not hungry. Oh, well, that's perfect then cuz we don't have time to eat. I don't know why you're sharing random facts I'm talking about what the hell are you talking about?
3: <laughs> this is like a this is like a pretend misunderstanding followed by a real misunderstanding <laughs> and it's it's led to so many layers of misunderstanding. That's good.
5: <laughs> Seamus, is this your friend Barney uh trappy? Should I check for traps? Do you think it's weird the door's just open? He
6: lives on a cloud!
2: <laughs> That's true, you don't really have too much of a breaking and entering problem, except for maybe pigeons. <laughs> Alright. Well, I'm
1: gonna check anyways, just to be safe. TV's gonna go and check and see if, like, the door is cool.
2: <laughs> All right. Oh, also watch out, he might just jump out and stab you. He's not really a trap,
3: he's just a wanker. <laughs>
5: Stab him first. I always stab first, Seamus.
3: Make a, make an investigation check.
5: <clears throat> oh, that's
1: fantastic. That is a dirty twenty.
3: Dirty twenty. All right. So you uh, notice that the surroundings uh, around you very chaotic. The wind and the the rain is is driving in in ways that it shouldn't. Like even above this cloud that you're standing on, the rain is still uh, around um there's definitely something affecting the weather here the door on the house the house seems intact the door is not the door seems like it's been booted in with force the splintered wood where the lock would be um definitely no traps uh, it doesn't look like this the the door was splintered by a trap it looks like somebody's just forced it in um the next thing you notice is the there's blood right in the middle of the hallway as you walk up to check the door for traps you notice that there's blood leading into the house
1: uh tv will muttered to herself, looking at the the gusting winds that are making her her little hair pieces spin. One day the wind will be mine. And she'll say, Good
5: news, Seamus. You might <laughs> be dead already.
2: Seamus <laughs> rushes in, there's kind of a look of like 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 horror <laughs> on his face as he's like, <clears throat> I I reach down and I I, I, I touch the uh, I touch the blood and then I put it to my lips and I'm like does it taste like marshmallows? It Does, <gasps>
0: oh no!
3: I uh, follow the trail of blood. You follow the trail of blood into Shamus, into Bilum's house, uh, and you see Bilham slumped over his desk. Uh, it seems like he's unmoving. His body just like over his uh, desk, with just uh, a, a a gaudy amount of gold piled uh, behind him, um, just like huge, just huge, just opulent displays of wealth behind him. And he's slumped down, uh, unmoving on his desk, desk, and there's some blood coming from around his head. area.
2: Oh no. Oh. Oh, Philip. I start walking uh, towards him, and I said, "No, Philip, Philip, oh, no, well no, 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 Philip. I was supposed to kill you." <laughs> <laughs>
4: Oh, Seamus, for God's I, sake.
2: I take his shirt and I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 you blow your nose into his shirt. And as you do so, uh, his, he kind of like slumps back off of the desk and like loosely hangs over the his back over the, the chair behind. And you can see that the blood is mostly coming from a broken nose. He doesn't have puncture wounds on his neck or anything. He's just been beaten to the face. Uh, mm. At that point, I'll just be like... <gasps> oh, wait... Wish
2: not, what not?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you start filling your pot with his gold. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, make a make an arcana check for me, please. <clears throat> oh, don't you fucking dare! <laughs> oh, I've got a five. Roll low, roll low. <laughs> I see that guy. coming. I mean, did you fucking get? Five. You got a five. All right, uh, you fill you fill your pot with gold, and more, there's more gold than can possibly fit in your pot. You continue to fill that pot with gold. Even though there's more gold than can fit in this pot, it does not occur to you that the pot never fills as you are filling the gold into the pot. You've managed to get all of this exorbitant amount of wealth behind him into your pot, and it all seems to fit without raising the level of the gold in your pot at all. <laughs> the rest of you, while, while Seamus is taking a considerable amount of time to do that, what are you guys doing? Well, Everyone's you-
6: gonna go inspect the body.
3: All right, make a uh, medicine check for me, please.
6: That is a
3: seventeen. Take his take his hat. Uh, seventeen. Uh, <laughs> you investigate while uh, in the middle of your investigation. Seamus says, "Just excuse me." Takes his hat. <laughs> takes his little his leprechaun bowler hat, whatever. Um, yep his little, uh, little, little little felt top hat uh, Evelyn you can tell with a 17 that he has been beaten <clears throat> his face in particular has, been, has taken a punch or two and that's the thing that uh, it seems like he answered the door got punched in the face and then his nose was the blood that you were following into the room and then it, um, other than that no other puncture wounds or breaks or bo- damage to the body in any way it does not seem like the blood is the cause of the death um, it does seem like something else did it and you're not exactly sure
0: Mm. Yeah,
6: just to be sure Evelyn takes out a dagger and just like gives them two quick stabs and then puts it back <laughs> in her, her
0: robes.
3: <laughs> as you as you as you step step into the into the torso um there is a hissing sound uh, as you puncture a lung and it does not seem like it's hissing from within it seems like it's a it's a sucking sound as you as you bring your dagger out it seems like uh, the air is rushing in to fill a vacuum that was in his lungs. Girth.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, that's unusual. Yeah, you're telling so me. You uh, you 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 go to the head and realise there's nothing around the head, neck or throat. Uh, no damage to the to the actual torso physically, um, but it seems there was no air in the body. Hmm.
0: So-
6: Regina, what do you make
4: out of all this? Well, I don't know. It looks like it was a spell. You're the wizard, aren't aren't you? Are you yes, you're the wizard. I
6: don't wizard. know what the hell I'm talking about.
5: <laughs> I don't know. I just stab things and sneak around. I'll yeah. say
3: I'll say anybody who can who wants to can make an a history check as well. Or an arcana check as well. Like actually two different things. <clears throat> Both if you want. I'll go oh. for two.
4: I'll go for Arcana. You can Ooh, make that both. One.
3: They're actually for different information.
4: Okay.
6: So my Arcana check then was a 16. Okay. History is a 18.
3: Okay. So with your Arcana check, you can tell that there are certain, not spells per se, but there are certain uh, air elemental-like effects that can do this, where where somebody can manipulate the air around, um, around even in, in even within a person if they're powerful enough. Um, And the air could have been sucked from their body um, through use of elemental magic. Thinking about who or what would be powerful enough to do that with your history check, you are um, you 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 are reminded of the fact that there is a druid who lives in a grove nearby called Lionflower um, and Lionflower uh, is... Um, They're probably the one to talk to about this unnatural weather that's happening around um, around Billems house. It seems like the unnatural weather would probably be connected to the use of uh, air elemental magic.
6: Okay, for the sake of saving time, I relay in a but loud, a lot, obnoxious but way. But it's a lot longer
3: when uh, <laughs> yeah. Evelyn relays the information. Yeah. long enough that Seamus finished filling all the of the gold of into the cauldron. <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> TV um, anything? I- you do in there?
1: um no but i think uh she'll say in response to this information um i have one
5: request for everyone when we find because i'm assuming we're gonna go look for this air elemental right right it was an air
6: elemental you don't know
5: well what do you want if we find the air elemental before we stab and murder the air elemental i need to get some information because I want to figure out how to control the same type of winds and airs that they do. So I just want to threaten them first. Then we can, Seamus. If you want to burn them, burn them alive. That's fine. After I get the information.
2: Oh my. All right, God. All, right all right. That does avoid fine with me. Another
4: you know. errand then. Is there all anything of you to assume
6: I
2: like you that much.
3: Uh, yeah, there's a um, <clears throat> there's a ledger uh, on his desk, like a big leather bound thing that keeps a track of like people who owe him money and uh, all sorts of stuff like that.
4: Let's see what you are up to, and she'll look on his desk.
3: Um, yeah, you have a look at that. You can. Um, it's a lot of information to go through, so give me an investigation check to see how well you glean the uh, appropriate information in the quick time that you're looking.
4: That's a twenty-one.
3: Ooh, yes. All right. So I will just bullet point it for you. You learn that he was definitely um, working directly for the um, the uh, the Blue Tune Archfey. Uh, he is someone who handles her um, treasury, as it were. Uh, he has a lot of people working for him as enforcers, most of them satyrs. You can see Tita is on there in in one of the most recent um, uh, one of the most recent entries to the book, and he was sent to collect debt from um, uh, from uh, Chonda. Uh, And then there's a little note scribbled in the margin. uh, After Chanda's uh, Chanda's body take the the debt from Evelyn, um, she should be able to pay. And if not, uh, uh, send a message.
4: Interesting. Evelyn, darling, come here. What do you want? What do you make of this? Here. I'll give her my glasses.
6: (laughs) So she kind of doubles up the glasses. <laughs> so like big, just imagine big old granny eyes. You have a pen. Why? There's, there's no, pens on his desk. I think I know. Here we go. She now. grabs a pen and she just like checks off like it's been done. <laughs> <laughs>
3: there we go <laughs> just a completed like so, like somebody's going to come and be like I wonder if he collected his debts before before he died and was and was stabbed in the lung and all, it, and all of his gold was taken let me just check his books <laughs> oh yeah, no, he, he finished his work at least you never know you never know
4: a, you're missing the point, am I to understand that Bilum was working for the Archfey and looking for money from you is that what, is that out of game. Is that what's happening here?
3: Yep. <laughs> okay. Great. Well, that's what it says. You guys have all okay. worked for the Archfey at times as well. Right, like, right. but he, he seems to be on her employ as a well, more did,
4: permanent did, job. Did Chunda owe money to the Archfey? Whatever for? Uh, I never. It,
6: dabbled that in that is
3: the. That is the information. That is sort hmm. of the conclusion you would come to. Yes.
0: I've never sure dabbled is. in
6: his books. He was a genius. Well, sure, he owed some should... people some money, but. His work speaks for itself. He doesn't need you. Know, you should be so.
3: She just starts like rambling like, <laughs> about how Chunder was at his job <laughs> and he should yeah. be so lucky to get a uh, uh, surgery from him. Exactly.
4: And what was that? What was that thing you said about Chunder's body? I missed that.
6: Like once he's dead, to it, oh, because okay. he's dead, because you'll have
0: to he's go dead. collect okay. from
3: Evelyn. Yeah. Right. Yeah, in the, in the margin of the collection from Chanda was collect from his wife instead, his widow.
4: Well, do we think that we'll learn more from this air elemental or from Chanda's associate?
3: There was the there uh, there was the, there was the the druid as well, the uh, lion flower who knows about
4: air That's magic right. and That's elemental
3: was, and yeah. weather things.
4: What do we think?
6: I think we should go see Lion
4: Yes, I <laughs> ride.
5: <right>, I suppose. <laughs> I want to steal all the air magic that I can.
2: No one cares. Um, and this is mine. And this is mine. And this is mine. And this is mine. This as you, uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna <laughs> grab. Like the ledger from Regina's hand uh-huh. and say, this is mine, and that is mine, and
0: <laughs> just <laughs> straight up put
2: it in the pot. Uh, and uh, then I'm also uh, going to go, what does it have in it? Filthy pockets, And I'm just going to start rooting around in his rooting
3: jacket. Rooting around in his pocket. Um, yeah. You pull out a, uh, a vial of um, uh, basically a leprechaun-specific antidote so that if you change into clericon or, um, or, or uh, fardarig, as the two different things can can happen, uh, you can drink this to turn back into Leprechaun. At oh, someone's going on to piss tonight. <laughs> there <Right. laughs> uh, the that... dog, antidote immediately. Yep. Uh, and then I'm going to uh, also steal his jacket. <laughs> you do so. Nice, really nice looking uh, uh, oh, yeah. um, green uh, jacket. You also see that there was a rainbow crown hanging on the wall. Uh, that he wasn't wearing when he was killed, but uh, he I, has about- I,
2: I look as if I'm going to go get it, but I don't take it. <laughs> you haven't is, it. No, exactly. It's like I, I would be back for you, uh, and I'm going to check the, the the drawers of the uh, the table. But I'm going to actually like push his chair backwards so he falls backwards, <laughs> and <then> it just <laughs> and just open up the drawers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you open up the drawers. You find uh, you find a small key and a small uh, chest. And in that, uh, as you put the key into the chest and open it, you see that it's actually an extra dimensional space inside this chest. Uh, in which point there out is, that a this is the small... stupidest security system ever to put the chest with the key right next to one. <laughs> if this was not a one shot and I wasn't okay. running out of time already, it might have been in a different location, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in my notes that it has to, you have to succeed on some sort of investigation checks and things to find it. But we're out of time, so <laughs> <on> cloud. <laughs> Cut to the chase. <laughs> you find the chest in the chest there is a cauldron down the bottom of it and the cauldron is just up to the brim with gold. Oh, son of a bitch! I... You watch as these stick out of this it's chest. A, it's at this moment that you turn to look at your cauldron and realize that all of the fool's gold that you'd been using has disappeared as you've been putting it into your cauldron. Oh, and doing... his real gold was hidden in this cauldron. <laughs> but you do you see him disappear into this tiny chest that's only just big enough for his shoulders to fit in. His little legs sticking out of this chest. And then a moment later... A moment later, the three of you realise he's stuck. You go and grab him by the boots and (laughs) pull him back out again. And he brings this... I've got it! I've
0: got it! Well, good for you, Seamus, but we
6: have to hurry up. We don't have a lot of time left in the episode,
2: dammit. Oh!
6: Fuck you, Nan, I'm
2: rich! (laughs) All right.
3: i'll still help you i'm just like i'm, I'm just gonna you uh just... you yeah i'm off goodbye <laughs> pour his gold into yours it starts to overflow you you're like oh that's right and you dig back down into yours get all the moss out of it <laughs> now yep. i can use full. <laughs> i can fill it with full gold and it yep. fills to the brim with gold real real th- leprechaun gold yes i'm gonna
2: throw the the, the the thing across like garbage i'm gonna throw his like cauldron away <laughs> the gonna... cauldron just cracks his ch-
3: ribs as you drop it on his corpse <laughs> all right <clears throat> All right, you make Christ. your way back out of his house and uh, and in the direction of the uh, druid grove nearby that you know um, belongs to the, uh, the, the the druid lion flower. Um, in terms, just a time check for me. Uh, how much longer have we got?
1: Um, we're good till yeah, we're we're good till eleven. You can go a little bit over; it's fine, yeah.
3: Cool, cool, cool. So another three hours. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We uh, so you make your way um, in the direction you you know uh, between you it's easy enough to get off of this cloud um, and back and back down into the and into the um, the fae wilds proper. <clears throat> uh, you eventually uh, find Lionflower's uh, Druid Grove, and it is surrounded by a ring, a ring of water, a moat, if you will. Um, and there is a beautiful sound coming from this moat. I need each of you to make a wisdom saving throw, please.
1: Oh. oh. That's
3: not
2: good. Ooh, nine. Nine for me. Six. Eighteen. Three.
3: Okay, Evelyn, you're the only one who succeeds on your save against the siren song. As these beautiful sirens in the moat start to sing and lure the, the other three of you in, you feel compelled to get to the water and to be with these beautiful women. Uh, and as you get to the water's edge, they come out of the water to greet you, grab a hold of you, and start to pull you in. Evelyn, you see this happening. What do you uh, do? I'm gonna
0: cast.
6: I'm gonna cast web. So they can't get into the water, like just <laughs> and, above yeah, the try water. Try like, entangle these guys. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Um, it's a dexterity saving throw or something? Uh, yeah, dex save. Yeah. Alright, so I'll roll for the sirens. You guys can roll dex saves. So as, as she sees it happening, she's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> you want to get so into safe. the water, so you are going to try and make these this dex save. Uh, 14. Oh moment. my save.
1: god, I rolled a nat 20. I rolled an 18.
6: <laughs> <laughs> uh, 15 save. so if anybody... Saves. Oh, so 14 save. will fail. I'll fail! I'm 14 stuck! <laughs> Alright, Shamus
3: gets stuck in the web. <laughs> <laughs> but TB... <laughs> Sees it come in and f- flies up off of the ground as the web ticks over the ground, and you're like, no, I want to go into the water.
0: Yeah, the TV would be dragged
3: into the water. Uh, Regina, what did you get?
4: I got an 18. So 18.
3: I... You're also you managed to avoid the webbing, get into the water. Uh, the three sirens, however, <laughs> did not uh, succeed. With uh, the the highest one was a 14. <clears throat> so you like you see that they grab a hold of you and they try and bring back in but the web kind of comes off of the shore and out into the water a little bit and kind of gets them stuck somewhat as they try and manipulate you into the water they are going to be able to drag you into uh, or like turn around at least and plunge you into the water on their next turn you have one more round to try and save the three people who are not um uh not not yourselves yet 10 okay. Damn. 10. You continue to fail, Regina. You really want to get into this water.
1: <laughs> it's, a, it's a deck save, sorry. I forget. Uh,
3: no, this is a wisdom save. Wiz- you're repeating oh, the siren song save.
1: Sorry, 16 for me.
3: 16. You manage to blank, bl- uh, blink out of it just as you're sort of diving into the water. You get to the water's edge and think, no, that I don't like getting my wings wet, actually. Can't fly too well. And you pull up. Seamus? Five. Five. You, uh, You also, I thought you were saying... You're I in think the, you're putting your hand up. It's me. It's, no, no, me. this.
2: No, I can, I can, I can honestly just display all of my roles today, like. <laughs> in <what I> <laughs> like
3: uh, Seamus, you're really struggling against this thing. Uh, Seamus, can you make a strength check to see if you can break from the webbing? Uh, Regina, you, do, you weren't trapped in the webbing, so you plunge into the water. What's your constitution modifier, please?
4: My constitution modifier
3: is a one. You will be suffocating in one round because cool. with the <laughs> siren song. With this siren song, they did not—they um, did not give you t- basically the, your need to get into the water. Did not give you the the thought to like uh, to take a big deep breath before yeah, Singing like, along no, with no, them, no, no. you will survive <laughs> for one round before you are <laughs> dropped to zero and suffocated. Uh, TB, you pull yourself out of it in this moment. Uh, however, one of them was grappling you. She is going to, on her turn, try and pull you into the water with a contested strength check. Can you make me a strength check, please? You can make it af- athletics if you wish.
1: Ah, uh, well, that is a four.
3: <laughs> well, I didn't roll well, but it's better than a four. <laughs> As you are <clears throat> plunged into the water, what is your constitution score, please? Your constitution uh, modifier? Uh,
1: it's also plus one.
3: Plus one. I will say that you get two rounds because you had a brief moment of <gasps> before they managed to... <gasps> so you got a slightly more breath in your lungs to begin with. Um, was, that a, was that a natural one? No. <laughs> so can't, even get, can't even get powerful. <laughs> No. <laughs> Alright, Evelyn, back to you. You've seen two of your friends get dunked under the water, and Seamus is still trying to break his way loose at this. What did you get on your, your I'm strength a, I'm going to bite the web. What did you get you, on your strength trick to get out of it, Seamus? A nine. A nine. Yeah, <laughs> thankfully. That's when you want to roll, Paulie. You're trying to get out of it and you're just not. Just sticking, you bite the web and it's like big sticky toffee and your your mouth's stuck together now. Evelyn? Uh-uh.
6: Um, for God's sake, she's going to Cast scorching ray,
3: Evelyn. As (laughs) Um, you uh, as you cast scorching ray, it also the the magic within you. You're familiar with it, uh, having studied magic. You're also familiar with sort of the different power levels, spell slots, if you will. You feel like you have a lesser wish, something that can cast uh, a sixth level spell or less of any particular um, any particular uh, spell that you want. That's up to up to sixth level. For a moment, you think, "Why, why, why have I got access to this power?" And you realize you've just caught a leprechaun.
6: <laughs> oh shit! I caught a leprechaun. <laughs> I can't really think
3: about that. <laughs> so as I mean, you cast amazing. scorching ray, you can up it to level six if you want, or you can cast something else, another six-level spell, or you can hold on to it. Uh, that's that's the best I got. So,
6: <laughs> so yeah, I'll do it at at sixth level.
3: Okay. <laughs> All of these scorching rays. <laughs> For, for brevity's sake, they they plow into the sirens that are kind of caught in the webbing as well. <laughs> they let go of Regina and TB. Regina, you're happily just under the water singing, those, so you don't get to the surface. TB, you, on your turn, you can get back to the surface. It's uh, pretty... Wh- what did we say your wings look like?
1: Uh, We didn't, but they are black uh, with a little bit of, like, sparkly.
3: A little bit of sparkly. And are they, like, dragonfly, moth, butterfly?
1: Dragonfly. Dragonfly,
3: dragonfly wings. <laughs> so they, like, flicker and try and get the water off, and you kind of, like... Hopping along the water's edge to get to the surf, to get to the shore, um, you are no longer suffocating. The sirens' are, ah, uh, the, the 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 scorching fire has burned off most of their webbing, so they just give up on singing their songs and disappear back under the water. Uh, they come up on the other side and they they say something in a siren-like language. It's like a dialect of sylvancy, you kind of understand it. And they were like, "It was just a joke. It was only a joke. We were only we were only playing." Um, <laughs> Regina. You are still under under the water, though. If, if anybody can't do anything to... Uh, oh, Seamus, the, with the um, them stopping singing, you are uh, uh, no longer desiring to get into the water. Regina, oh, okay. however, even though they've stopped singing, because you're under the water, you don't hear that they've stopped singing, so you're still just under the same effect of them. And so you're just happily just drowning. <laughs> so, Seamus, it's on you, uh, basically. Right, so, so Seamus,
2: Seamus walks up and says, Oh, that's real funny, you think. Right, I've got a bit of a joke for you as well. SHOCKING GRASP! IN THE WATER! <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, roll damage.
2: <laughs> uh,
3: I swear by all the powers that be. That's oh three. my
0: god! Uh... Three
3: damage? Alright, well the three damage is doubled to six because it's On in the water. 2d8! Uh, Regina, you take six damage, as do the both of the sirens. Because you've taken damage, the siren effect ends on you. Uh, You've used your one round now, and you are essentially suffocating. I'm gonna need... I'm gonna basically roll a contested uh, initiative check. If you can roll higher than I roll, then uh, you make it to the surface before dropping to zero.
0: Okay, let's go! Oh, Regina. That's gonna be
3: an eight for Regina. I got a 4 on the dice. So and because it was an environmental thing there's no modifiers just
6: Hi bingo partner.
3: All right, so Regina <laughs> just as you're starting to black out as you come to just being shocked <laughs> your face breaches the surface and you are back into the uh, back into the world. Um, the first thing you kind of blink water from your eyes to see is that there is a, um, a beautiful elven uh, sort of eladrin woman um, who is standing in the middle of this island between this moat um, you obviously, from context, know that this is the Druid Lionflower who says, "I don't think it was a very funny joke. Uh, um, I, I've told you to stop trying to kill my guests. Please, I'm so sorry. Come this way." And she kind of waves her hand, and these stepping stones appear out of the water shoo, 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 over all the way over to you. Um, as, as please, walk, uh, please, like Leprechaun, sadish. sir, could you stop trying to kill my sirens? <laughs> 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 Continually. <laughs> all right. Uh, like, all
2: right, we were going to talk to you about something. You there! Did you kill a satyr?
3: No, I didn't. Uh, Are you sure? Yes, I'm quite sure. I've never killed a satyr in my life. Um, but please come on in and explain. And then you cast the exposition cantrip, uh, and, she, and she gets all of the information to date. Mm-hmm. She says, oh, I see. Yes, I did notice there was... Um, Weather magic happening on the uh, horizon. Uh, I assumed it meant that the the Windward One was back, finally. Everybody what? make what? everybody make a religion check for me, please. That's Nat One. Fourteen. Eighteen.
1: Sixteen.
3: One. <laughs> Uh, I think everybody but Seamus <laughs> would have heard of the Windward one um, as one of, sort of, in this world, uh, in the Feywild anyway, the, the Achefey are almost godlike They are, um, in their powers, they are supreme, essentially. People do celebrate the gods in the Feywild, but not nearly as much as they do the archfey. Um In that respect, people who sort of deem to learn things from the archfey become almost demigod in their in their abilities the windward one was uh, a number of years years ago decades ago was a uh, a creature that was coming up through the ranks um and who had learned this the the powers over the wind and the uh, in particular the, the weather and the wind um and then in a mercurial way as the wind changes direction on a dime the windward one changed his uh, his his desire to continue learning and disappeared Nobody knows what happened to him or where he went, but he just kind of took off the off the face of the Feywild, as it were. Um, and the druid, uh, the Lionflower flower, t- tells you um, that it fe- she feels like he might be back finally, with all of these sort of dis- uh, strange disturbances in the wind.
5: So, question: If we find him and I kill him, do I take his powers?
3: Uh, yes, I suppose it would. There's a ritual involved with the cops, but I wouldn't. It, is that something you would really want to go? Like you would be beholden to the uh, the Archfey that gave you gave him those powers. You would essentially oh. just be taking his place.
5: I would I would kill the Archfey and become the god <laughs> of the
3: wind. <laughs> she looks around to be like, no, let's just, whew, just checking that nobody's here, they can hear. Oh. you saying? Oh, Look, There's there's an
2: old leprechaun saying. If violence isn't solving your problems, you're simply just not
3: using enough.
5: Exactly, exactly, Seamus. I, if,
3: I mean, if this is the, really the path you wish to take, then I can, I can take, I can take you to him. He, I know where he is. He's, he's in the area, and I, and my, I am in touch with all of the forest. I could send you right to him, but I, I'm, I'm not. I'm sending you to him for diplomacy reasons. You understand to, to investigate whatever it is you're doing. I, I'm, I'm not. Going to be involved in any sort of murder.
5: Right, we're going to investigate. Then we'll let him go.
3: Yes, that's as far as yes, that's, that's right.
2: Uh, my we're not going to be involved right. in any murder either. Hmm.
3: Good.
6: I thought we were going to kill him.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. I'm going to assume that you're not going to kill him, and therefore I feel in good conscience I can send you to him.
4: Yes, yes. If you could understand,
3: you understand what you're saying, though, right? If it is indeed the Windward One and he is back, you're trying to attack. You're going to die. You understand that, right?
5: (laughs) Well, we'll see.
3: Okay. Well. What do you say, Lionhauser?
5: Well, do you have any tricks?
3: She waves her hand in front of her and out from the ground sprouts this vine kind of snakes up, sort of snake charmer style towards you. She plucks it off uh, about a foot of it at the end and then it sprouts these beautiful plum red berries. You're all familiar with the spell goodberry. And she says these should hopefully keep you alive if you decide to retreat. Of course I can get you there. I'm not bringing you back. So you'll have to be surviving the wilderness long enough to to get back on your own. Who's going to take the goodberry vine?
4: I'll take it.
3: <clears throat> Regina, you have ten goodberries, which will help at a moment's notice. If any of you go to zero, you can plop one in somebody's mouth and chew it for them. Mama, m- mama bird. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: and
3: then she walks over to the the, the nearby tree that's standing like this, this single solitary tree that's standing on her little island of this grove. And she runs the back of her fingernail down it and like a zip, it opens up. And she says, well, no time like the present
5: question um does he have any weaknesses
3: um anything other than the storm i would say that's that's great odds actually thank you (laughs) i would i would say try not to use lightning and thunder on him he's probably not going to uh uh, be injured too much by that Mm, but stabbing stabbing's good though right well, I did. I did say don't, and she zips the tree back up again. I did say don't. You understand the oh. situation that's going on between you and I, right? Oh, <laughs> you you can't you be involved
4: gracious. in the death no, of this. It. You have Fair no enough. tact. We won't harm anybody, of course. Good. Z- <laughs> she hand go. zips
3: the tree again. <laughs>
4: thank you, it's darling. After you. Such a pleasure to meet you. <clears throat>
3: <laughs> Into the tree. Um as you uh, as you all uh, head through this portal you are taken to uh, a a large forest far from uh, the dusk duskwood side that you were on uh, it seems like you're on a different part of the Feywild world entirely and as you step out of a nearby tree it, the sun is much higher in the sky in this per- point it seems like it's perpetually sort of mid-evening time and uh, in this in this sort of large clearing within this um this this forest of much hardier trees things that can survive for longer without uh without a steady supply of rain you can see that st- uh, sitting on a log with his back to you Chanda.
0: <gasps> and as
3: as he hears this the tree open he turns and st- is startled and then kind of covers his face quickly and uh and, and but it's unmistakable it is Chanda. You are you, even the three of you recognize him from the portraits that were up on the wall of Evelyn and Chunder. Chunder. Um, ev- is that no. you? No, no, definitely not Chunder. I uh, don't know anyone by that name. I, I haven't been. How did you get here, Evelyn? I mean, whoever you are. Ah shit! Oh, my mistake. Drops his. He drops his. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that i sorry, you look, like someone, you look like someone that I, I, I was married to for many decades. You like somebody I used to know as well. <laughs> he realises uh, that he realizes the, the game's up and he drops his hand and says, I'm sorry, Evelyn. Regina, you're here too.
4: Yes, Chanda, great to see you. You're looking well for a corpse.
3: He is looking well, and unlike the the last time you've seen him, which was quite a while ago, he now has large thick sideburns as well. Very similar to the sideburns that your ex-husband has.
4: These are a new Wait. addition.
3: What? He holds his hand to his face and he goes, Oh shit. And then his sideburns disappear into his into his face. And he says, I'm sorry, I didn't realize ah, God damn it.
4: Fascinating. What the <sighs> fuck is going on?
3: I'm going to hit him with my shillelagh now. He, he, he uh, stops moving. He, he drops his hands and says, "I no. didn't. I didn't mean for this to get out of hand like it has." And as he's speaking, his shape kind of changes somewhat down to the uh, spitting image visage of Lord Fatbottom, your husband, your ex-husband. He says, "I'm sorry. I. I suppose it's time I come clean." Wait I'm now. not exactly who either of you think I was, and I was married to both of you at the same time. <laughs> his change, his his face changes <laughs> somewhat, and he yeah, grows into yeah. a much he grows into a much uh, different form than either of you have seen him in before. And you see a a changeling. You are you guys in the Feywild are familiar with changelings, uh, but you rarely see them in their real forms. You see him. He's standing there. He's very humanoid in appearance. He has uh, a very sort of stark white skin. Uh, like paper white and he says I'm actually a being by the name the wayward one the windward one I decided for a change of life I wanted to settle down and see what the regular folk lived like
4: I could give two fucks where are my
3: dogs oh they're, they're, they're safe and they're my dogs Regina we've been over this the lawyers decided that I, I spent more time with them than you, I fed them more than you did, they're my dogs. And you see that there are two two uh, little teacup poodles sitting sort of uh, at the side of the, the clearing. Um, David! Reyna! So,
0: Mummy coming! Can you make
3: an animal handling check please to see if they will come to you or him as you call the dogs from your ex-husband?
0: That's a 20. Um, Dirty 20.
3: Ooh. What? Uh,
2: while this, this is happening, I want to have Seamus over by TB with, like, a bucket of popcorn and just, like, watching. Like, <laughs> this, like, oh, my God. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I did not see that
3: coming. That two-timing right. hussy. Um, I, got a, uh, I got a 21.
0: Oh, my God. David Reynon. I
3: know. They start to sort of bound over excitedly towards you, and he says, "Heel!" And they both sort of stop and, and kind of look at him, and, they, and he goes, sit. And they sit down. And he says, see, they love me more than you, Regina. They always I ca- have.
4: I cast suggestion on the dogs.
3: <laughs> I like that you're not casting it on him. Wow. You it
0: on the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> I really love it.
3: Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, wisdom save. 16. <laughs> Ooh, uh, David gets a 20 and Raina <gasps> gets a 10 plus modifiers, which won't be enough. So Raina fails and David succeeds. Uh, what is the suggestion?
4: Come here, Raina. Come to Come mommy. Here. Come
3: here, mommy. <laughs> and they Good both girl. sort of set off, but David kind of st- stops and, and looks back. Um, Whatever, it, David. <laughs> <laughs> and Reyna <laughs> runs across the, the lawn and he says, God damn it, Regina, you will not take this from me. And as he does this, you see this storm cloud starting to swirl overhead <sighs> as he's starting to control the weather. I will not lose them. I will not lose my entire lives. Again and again, I have taken on different lives and lived them out to their fullest. And I just had enough. I needed to leave. Evelyn, I'm sorry. I know that I left you in a pickle. People would come after you. So I wanted to make it look like you had killed the Seta Tita. I wanted to make it look like you were capable of defending yourself if anybody came for you. And I'm sorry to leave you such a mess in your kitchen. I'm sure you can clean it up. Okay. But for now, I have my own mess to clean up. And he raises himself off the floor, and the storm starts to swirl. And I need you guys to roll initiative.
2: Uh, can I cast? Can as he's flying up? Can I cast invisibility and just go, and just disappear? <laughs> <laughs> like this is your fight. Is yeah, yeah, I got. Look, I've got my happy
3: ending. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh damn! All right. Uh, anyone
3: above a twenty? 23!
0: Um, dirty
2: 20. Hey! <laughs> I finally
3: got a that 20. <laughs> All right, Seamus, and then a, t- a dirty 20 from who? Sorry, Regina, was it? Yeah. Yep, Regina next, and then. 13 for me. 13. Uh, so that's for TB. Uh, so that'll be TB, and then it'll be. And then what'd you get, Evelyn?
6: Uh, nine. She doesn't want to fight.
3: <laughs> I <really laughs> loves yeah i, thought it, I thought, it uh, thought it would be an interesting uh that would be an interesting model quandary for you all right so as he takes to the sky this uh, storm cloud raging overhead Seamus, you're up first uh you disappear um as your sort of preparatory action that you were like just invisible yourself uh what do you want to do on your turn
2: okay because this is not my fight i do not wish to be the one to instigate it so i am going to go steal a couple of very small dogs I wish to use sleight of hand to put the
3: dog <gasps> in my pot. All right. So I will say that with your bonus and your action to bonus dash, you can get up behind where he was to where David was is very um, uh, um, uh, obediently sitting. And then uh, you can start to lift him up. I'll have you make an animal handling check to see if you can pick him up without him making a big kerfuffle and drawing attention to yourself. Can I petition I sleight you. of hand? Uh, it, I will say that it can be a dexterity-based animal handling check. I'll take that. I'll take that.
4: Unbelievable. Hey, Raiders.
3: <laughs> Come on,
2: please, please. Ah, oh, why? Wait, what's that for? Oh, uh, I think I got an advantage from something. I don't know what, but it's an eleven. <laughs>
3: interesting, oh, interesting just found way this to play D and <laughs> oh, I, I, I I had advantage I, in my pocket.
2: No, well, no, no, no. Okay, so I had invisibility active, right? And then oh, I just invisibility
3: used... would give you advantage, but not. Oh, okay, the that's X- what I was. What I, was I didn't realize that you know it gave me advantage. It would, of that, but that's it would, it would give you advantage on an on a, an attack roll, but not the roll that I asked for.
2: Well, that's well, that's what I was I was thinking. It was very confusing because D and D Beyond like rolled it at advantage for some reason, without so advantage, it? It, without advantage, it was a six.
3: A six. You uh, you do pick up the dog. Uh, the dog, however, freaks out, understandably. It's a tiny little teacup poodle, and something invisible has grabbed it. Uh, it starts to <laughs> and the, the guy whoosh, turns around and looks down in your direction. Uh, that was your whole turn. Uh, Regina, it's now your turn.
4: I am going to cast Vicious Mockery.
3: Ooh, nice. All right, wisdom save from him. Uh, that is a 14, which will fail, I believe.
4: Yes that does fail, uh, and he's going to take hes going to take five <laughs> psychic five damage. Five
3: points of <laughs> psychic damage on top of the two that he took earlier from your viciously oh, saying that he can't find can,
4: can I tell him a poem?
3: Yes, you can. <laughs> Boy.
4: Poppy seeds, pinpricks, the wings of a bee, a list of things bigger than your little pee pee. Gummy bears, pudding, a small, soggy stick, a list of things firmer than your flaccid prick.
3: I love it. He's going to take double damage from that. He's going to take double damage, uh, and that is going to be 10 points of psychic damage to him as he's floating up. And he says, it's a problem that we all suffer with. It's, It's totally natural and normal. I was stressed. Regina, I've been under a lot of stress leading a double life and being <laughs> being married to two women. It's I was I just wasn't in the mood if you... All right, touched. that is that is your turn. Uh now it is the lair action. Um each of you must make a uh dexterity saving throw as thin lightning bolts crackle from the sky and slam down at each of you. 19 19 succeeds and with evasion, do you have have evasion? No, you're not the rogue. You're uh,
0: a bard. (laughs) I just got lucky. (laughs)
3: Uh, So 19 will succeed. You will take half. So you'll take four points of lightning damage. Okay. Everybody else?
1: 19 for me.
3: 19. That also succeeds. You take four points as well because you're. Oh, no, none for you because you're a rogue.
1: Uh, Yeah, but I don't have evasion. Oh, evasion
3: comes at level 7, so you don't have it yet, yes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, 4 points of damage to you. Evelyn rolled a 7. 7, that fails. You take 8 points of lightning damage.
0: Shander, that's 13. Uh, Why?
3: Sheamus, uh because of the yapping dog, he knew where you were, and because it's a lair action, it just automatically crackles two creatures in the area. Uh, but I've got a uh, dog was it? in my hand. You do, yes. 13, was it? Yeah. You take 8 points of lightning
2: damage. Uh, can I drop the dog in my cauldron so that the dog doesn't take damage?
3: <laughs> sure. You're playing an evil campaign, but you want to save the dog. You always. I. Save the dog I no, look. I'll, I'll kill kids. I will kill people. But God, <laughs> help you if you injure a dag. <laughs> a dag. All right. Dag. Um, that is the lair action. It is now TB's turn.
1: Mm. Um. What are the chances that uh, Seamus is within five feet of?
3: Uh, of I, I would here. let me let me roll for it. A hundred percent. Oh, look
2: at
1: that. He's definitely. Oh, well, what, 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 an
2: uncanny, what an uncanny thing to happen right there. <laughs> what an
1: uncanny <laughs> thing to happen. So coincidental. Um, TV will uh, put her goggles down and say, The wind will be mine. And she will <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: fly, anime, fly. Anime style again. <laughs> yeah, Find her little things. Dagger out. <laughs> yeah. All right, you're going uh, for a sneak attack? Yeah. All right, you fly right at him. Um, Firstly, when you come into 10 feet of him, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw as the wind, you realize, is whipping around him rather fast. He has an aura that you have to get through.
1: Okay. Uh, 21.
3: 21. You manage to push through the wind and actually get up to 5 feet from him. And then you can Uh, make your attack.
1: Okay. As she's flying through the wind, she says, The wind is my friend! Uh, (laughs) Uh, uh, That is a... 18 to hit.
3: 18 hits, real damage. Okay,
1: so a sneak attack, 16, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 18. 18 points of damage.
3: 18 points of damage. Oh wow. Okay. Damn sneak attacks, yo.
1: And bonus action, she will then, just like she did to get around the corner, turn around with her other arm straight out, make a full circle, and use her other short sword.
3: Awesome bonus deck. Uh
1: so nat one. <laughs> oh.
3: Nat one. Seamus. Yeah. Seamus, deck. Nat one.
2: Uh, mm. Yeah, okay, you
3: <laughs> can read I can read both. You watch as because you watch as
2: I I take out a a gold coin and I, I flip it into the air and you get a reroll. Comes down,
3: it comes down, <sighs> it comes down a, a tail side up this time and re- reverses some of uh, some of nature that it had just happened as as is the luck of a, a leprechaun.
1: Amazing, Uh that's a little better. Uh 11 it, the, Oh shoot. Oh, set eighteen. Sorry, I was looking at the other shorts. 18, eighteen hits. Roll damage. All right. That is...
3: 10. 10 points of damage. Nice. Alright. Stab! Stab! And then at the end of your turn, no save uh, allowed unfortunately, just the aura of him. You get pushed back 10 feet so that you are no longer uh, within melee of him. It is then his turn. The aura of around him as his action will pick up and wind will start to whip around this clearing. Uh, everyone within thirty feet of him, which I'm going to say is everybody, including the uh, uh, the dog Raina, um, will have to make dexterity <gasps> 30 saving throws against bludgeoning damage as stones and chips of uh, bark are starting to uh, to pick up. x30 saving throws from each of you, please. Uh, I'd like to petition uh, the GM, Rainer, Rainer not a twenty. Um, petition the GM. That is what uh, you're, I would like you're, to use. I would like to use uncanny do dodge to
2: to take the damage for Rainer. For and... the end. Yeah. Yeah and then uh, and then kind can,
3: of I will say and you then can then kind of jump, grab, jump grab her and the
2: then way. wait no, no, no wait I, okay I don't mean Reyna Reyna. I mean the dog Reyna. I know I know okay good just checking
3: <laughs> I understood
2: now, from TV context. can TV's fine
3: yeah okay good um yes you are you are next to him so the wind is whoosh, but you're on the ground um and then you, uh, you 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 pick up the wind from behind you you see the dog sort of getting lifted into the air cuz it's a tiny little teacup poodle and whoosh you just go with the wind whoosh, and you put your body out, and, uh, <laughs> and, you, and, and, and you got pelted with uh, with, with your uh, <gasps> stones, so you are going to automatically fail your own saving throw, take full damage from it, but the dog yep. will take none. Uh, what did yep. everybody else get? I heard a nat 20 from someone. Nat 20. Nat 20 from Regina. 17. 17. 17. 17. Evelyn? 14. Evelyn? 14. 14 will fail. Shame, uh, Seamus automatically fails. So that's going to be... Uh, 7 and another... Another nine is sixteen. Sixteen points to uh, to Evelyn and Seamus. Eight points to TB and Regina.
1: I will use my reaction to uncanny dodge to have Uncan- the damage.
3: Uncanny dodge has only works against attacks. This is an area of effect. Oh, unfortunately.
1: sorry, my mistake.
3: Um, so you take the damage as stones and bits of bark and wood chips are hit against you. It is back to the top of the round with Seamus. All right, the wind all the aura around and drops back down to ten feet. I didn't go. Oh, Evelyn, did I not put you on the... I did not put you on the thing, because you were lost. <laughs> Ever- I'm going to make yeah. such a difference in this He fight. said you Seamus. No Evelyn,
6: it's your turn to go. Evelyn sort of reaches out to him. Gender, I want to be with you forever. We'll be forever together now. And she's going to cast Gaseous form, and you just here.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> she turns into...
6: a green fog, and just starts circling around... <laughs> His little aerial bubble.
3: <laughs> all right, I love it. You, are, you are That's surrounding right. him. Yeah, you are surrounding him, yes. And you see that uh, those who are watching see that like a genuine form of emotion comes over his face. Seems like, unlike his not so fun marriage with Regina, he actually really cared for Evelyn. <laughs> um, you, uh, you are surrounding him in your green gaseous form, Seamus. It is your turn. Uh, do I? Uh, Sorry, I've, I've got. Um... Rainer in
2: my hand I You've kind got Rainer of, in, in your hands your, your pot is all the way back there with with a little David sticking out of it Yep, yeah, I kind of I kind of rush over to the pot uh, and I'm gonna gonna put Rainer in the pot and I'm gonna pick up the pot I'm gonna run because uh, I have four hit points left.
3: <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, as you as you uh, arrive because you were you, because you were adjacent to, uh, for the sake of sneak attack from TB it must mean that you by getting back to the pot you were end up adjacent to him so you pick up the pot and leave he's gonna take an attack of opportunity. Am I still invisible? Uh, yes, yes, you are. So it's going to be a disadvantage.
0: Okay. Mm.
3: All right, I'll be I'll be kind. No, no attack. He gets no attack <laughs> opportunity. There's too much going on for him oh, to hear I, the well, little I, well, in which course, case uh, in which case I'll, I'll just make all. a stealth check as a, as part of my thing. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. There you go. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and that's your turn. You just start moving the pot away. Uh, yeah,
2: I got an eleven on my stealth because I rolled a two, despite having a plus nine. <laughs> To my goddamn
3: freaking <laughs> stealth. Where are you, Bob? Um as you oh, as I you run like... back over, your hands come down and uh and, and pop the, the dog in the cauldron. He sees for a moment this second dog just appear in the cauldron and then the cauldron disappears as you lift it up and it becomes a held item and so therefore disappears into your so he knows where you are uh, your stealth check is not beaten his passive perception but he, uh, he he doesn't get an attack of opportunity as he kind of like swipes out and misses um, uh, and as he swipes out, by the way, whoosh, as he swipes out, the wind seems to coalesce up his arm and into like this swirling mist, and it seems to create a. It <laughs> blows, <laughs> blows Billum's hat right off. And <laughs> Billum's hat is now swirling round. Evelyn is wearing Billum's hat.
0: <laughs> I love you.
3: All right, now it's back to the top of the round. Uh, sorry, Seamus, and then Regina. Regi- Regina, Regina. <laughs>
4: Regina, Regina. Um, do I notice that he's stealing my dogs?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you definitely notice that Seamus seems to pick up the dog, run back to his cauldron, put it in his cauldron, and then pick up the cauldron and it disappears.
4: Oh my god, I have to choose between the dogs and my revenge. (gasps) (laughs) Uh,
6: That's the high point of your...
4: (laughs) Oh my god, I I literally don't know what to do. The fork in the road. I'm gonna roll a d10 (laughs) or a d20 to decide what I want to do because I don't know what to do.
2: By the way, this is probably what the the best kind of rogue backstab looks
4: like. revenge it is. You bastard! I'll yell after him, and then I'm going to use my action to eat some good berries.
5: (laughs) (laughs) You bastard!
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right, how many are you eating?
4: I will eat one for now and see how I feel after.
3: I will. I will tell you that uh, in in my games, because good goodberries offer you nutrition enough for a day, you can eat one, fine. You can eat two, and you feel a bit oof, I've overeaten. If you eat three, you start making con saves against like stomach stomach upset, essentially. If you eat four, there's a good chance you're taking like internal damage as your stomach is rupturing <laughs> from too much nutrition, essentially. Just so one. One just is one. one is fine. You get one hit point back, um, and uh, and you feel like you're full.
0: Oh, I thought it would be more I don't know. I
3: don't
4: know what Goodberry is, but oh, not embarrass gosh. me
3: okay. Good <laughs> berry is a spell that gives you a single and, and and the best the best use for good berries is basically when somebody's down, you can just be like one point of hit points, you're well, back up on your feet.
0: Could you imagine
3: the grave today. the gravestone killed by a good berry? <laughs> killed <laughs> yeah. by a good berry. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, you pop your good in your mouth, you get one hit point back. Okay, great. <laughs> well done. <Awesome. laughs> which which of you are looking wounded, by the way, less than half your hit points?
5: Uh, that me. Was... <laughs> Set me.
3: <laughs> all right, everyone but TV.
6: But I'm a fart in the wind now, so... <laughs> You're a fart in the wind. All right.
3: Uh, that was Regina's... It is now the lair action's turn. Uh, it is not going to be the lightning thing as that happened before. Uh, it is going to be... Uh, basically the, the the rain picks up and everything in this uh in this whole clearing becomes difficult uh, well not difficult to rain heavily obscured that's the word um so ranged attacks will be at disadvantage stealth and things are actually at advantage um but uh you making attacks and stuff is more difficult as the rain is picking up and you can't see too much then it is tb's turn oh um can TV, see any sort of spell focus, or is this just innate powers? You can indeed around <gasps> his uh, around his neck, almost like a uh, a pendant or an emblem, a necklace sort of thing. But it's actually a tattoo around the neck, and it was only visible once he went into his regular, real changeling form. um It's this sort of it looks like it's a tattooed on necklace, and then down in the center is this um, this very complicated design. Uh it's that seems to be the thing that is drawing his uh it's almost Iron Man right in the chest. Um that seems to be where he's getting his power from.
1: It is a tattoo or it looks like a tattoo. It is a
3: it it, it is either a tattoo or a skin marking of something. Okay.
1: God damn it. All right. Uh she will say, um mm, I wonder where I can cut you to steal the wind from you and she'll <laughs> fly. Run. She'll fly um, and right. try and slice. With his- With his aura, you're
3: trying to get into his range. You need to succeed in a deck save to do so. Okay. Oh,
1: that's a nat
3: 17. So... Oh yeah, that succeeds. 17 plus 7. You are in. Uh, You push through the wind. The wind is your friend. Pushing against it, like, like when you're trying to cross a raging river. You know to swim upstream so that you end up drifting into the place you're actually going to. You do that with the wind. You drift right up to him as he's got his arms outstretched, summoning the wind. What are you going to cut him? Right across the chest? Yeah. As you oh, try pass and through it try it does and does smell like farts, just so you know. As you pass through <laughs> she, yeah, As you pass through smoke smell. <laughs> Shabas' <She just>, <laughs> hat hits you in the face as you fly. <laughs> you get close enough to make your attack.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, the first one is a shoot shoot. What is my, uh, what is my, I rolled a 16 plus 8. 16 plus 8. Help, Matt. That match.
3: definitely. That definitely kay. hits. 24.
1: Okay. Um, now this would not be sneak attack, right? Because I'm at. Uh, like... No, you did
3: not have advantage on the attack, and no one's in in melee. Right. within.
1: Okay. So that is just. Ooh, that's seven. Seven. And he's now looking wounded. Uh, she'll do the same twirly move and come around from behind and try and slice the other side, like to disconnect the, the tattoo.
0: All right. Uh,
1: so that is. Oh.
3: That is... 12? 12. 12 will miss, unfortunately, with back. the wind... As you strike, as you struck down this way, your hand was going with the wind and it helped. Now you go around the other side and you are him down against the wind and it just kind of slows the thing down that it hits him but doesn't do enough damage. Uh, at the end of your turn, you are pushed back by his wind aura ten feet back.
0: He'll um, just say, Fuck you! <laughs> uh,
3: it is now Windward's turn. He is, TB's not looking wounded yet. Regina is. He is going to. He hasn't. Yeah, I just rolled and he hasn't got his um, his area of effect thing back. So he's going to focus on Regina. <sighs> he he moves down towards you, Regina, <sighs> flying past TB. TB, you get an attack of opportunity as he does enter and leave your melee range. That's right. Um, that is a seventeen. Seventeen is enough to hit. Roll damage. Okay. Oh, I rolled a one, so that's a six. Six points of damage. It all helps. Yeah. Um, he is looking wounded. He's having a harder time holding it together, but whew, he leaves your melee range, comes down to sort of ground level in re- in range of Regina. He swings his hand over the head like he's going with a mace or a flail or something. There's nothing actually in his hand until he brings it over his head. There's like a uh, a swirling vortex uh, uh, appears behind him, whew, solidifies into this mist weapon, whack, which he's going to bludgeon you with. He's going to try to, ooh, nat 20. <gasps> so, uh, this is going to hurt, to say the least, because in my game's net 20s, on critical hits, uh, you maximize the damage that you could have rolled, and then you <gasps> roll on top of it.
4: Oh my god, oh my god. So oh. that's going
3: to be... And then, I mean, thankfully I rolled poly on that one. Eat shit, Regina. 16 points of bludgeoning damage.
5: At least we won't have to hear you complain about your husband anymore! <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm dead. I'm unconscious. I'm You're zero. unconscious,
3: but not dead, right? It didn't take you below your neck maximum. Oh, no. No, and he no says, he, 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 as, he, as you fall, he goes, That would have saved a lot on legal fees. I should have done that from the start. <laughs> and then he looks around the battlefield and he doesn't see Evelyn. And he sees TB. <laughs> see, he doesn't see Seamus. You're still invisible, right? Oh yeah, super invisible. Um he is going to hes going to use the rest of his movement to take back up, fly back into a, uh, an off-the-ground location, uh, a little bit further away from your TB, uh, but still within your movement range. It is the end of his turn. Evelyn, it's your turn as you are surrounding him.
6: So he's just going to hear on the wind,
3: <laughs> I've
6: always loved you, oh. but you shouldn't have fucked around. <laughs> I'm just gonna cast Scorching Ray.
0: She's like, yes. gonna like
6: appear in front of him out of the fucking three
0: It's <laughs> Scorching Ray. Alright, roll them. The
6: roll those damage, roll those attacks.
3: Alright, first attack. First attack is a 22 to hit. Hits?
6: You want me to do hits first and then damage?
3: Uh, yeah, let's see how many hit first.
6: Another 22. Oh! And a
3: 19. 19 hits. All three hit, roll of damage. That's going to be what? <laughs> right. 66?
6: 66, yeah.
3: Hell of, no fear. Average of 21 damage.
6: Five out of six on the first one. <laughs> oh
0: boy. 11,
6: 9, 8. So 28, 28. points of fire damage.
3: <laughs> well above average. 28 points of fire damage. Rare. And two. Holy I'm shit. I fucked around. <laughs> Love it. Hey, Evelyn. <gasps> grab the kill.
0: Oh I love it.
3: That was so much da- I thought he was I thought he was he was like getting to the verge where I was like, he can probably take one more and then he's gonna try and scapper and you're gonna have to chase him down. And you're like, nah, just that nah, straight up kill him.
6: Yeah, so like I said, she just uh, sort of appears out of the mist and just like point blank both you her hands his, out. You see
3: his hand his face like he, he's like happy to see you materialize in the wind and he's like, yeah. Maybe we can have a life together. Boom,
6: point blank. Yeah, but just point blank just Blows a hole through his chest where the uh, where the little marking would be.
3: Yeah, it scotches it scotches around around the chest, cutting the um, the little necklace tattoos off of the chest tattooed, severing the connection to it. It sets fire to his shoulders, which are uh, holding up even through the, um, the, the the torrent of the the wind blowing around him. His face uh, goes into a sense of shock and almost betrayal. Before the wind almost immediately dies, the cloud starts to disperse, the rain drops. And he, his body, falls backwards, boom, slams with a crack onto the ground. We are not yet out of initiative, though, because it is uh, Seamus's turn, and then Regina, if she, uh, if she, if she rolls badly, <laughs> could uh, end up not coming around from this. Seamus will, so we, we, yeah, okay, so Seamus
2: will stab in the neck.
3: <laughs> You're rushing over, and you just see Seamus just appear, materialise next to his. Pot is is cauldron stuffed with gold and sitting on top of that gold, two little teacup poodles As he materializes with a dagger in the in the throat of this guy who's still kind of smouldering at the chest.
1: I thought you meant uh, Regina. I was like, holy fuck, this
3: <laughs> is an evil campaign. I, I mean, I I assumed you meant Windward One, but <laughs> this is an evil campaign after all. <laughs> mm. <laughs> look,
0: you look, technically. <laughs>
2: Technically, if I kill Regina, I get to keep the
3: dogs. You do.
1: I'm so sorry I said this out loud, Jess. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> do
3: yeah.
2: Regina Look, dirty.
3: The end of, it's, a, it's the end of an evil one-shot. If you're
0: ever going to kill it, it's the end of an evil one-shot. This will be honestly, the to do
2: it. All right, I'm gonna. You know what? I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna let the I'm gonna let the dice decide. First person in chat, roll a d20. If it's higher than ten. I'm gonna go for uh, the guy. If it's lower than 10, I'm gonna go for Regina. Yeah. What if it is a 10? If it is a 10, uh, I will be frozen with uh, para- uh, Choice Paralysis. 12. Is it 12? 12. Is it 12? Yeah. All right, way. I kill yeah. the guy, I kill you, the guy. You walk
3: between the two of them, you're like, man, these dogs are cute. <laughs> I could probably get a lot from on the back That's <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: <I'll be laughs> exactly <laughs> it. It's like, man, these
3: dogs are cute. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> the <laughs> book club. Finish that guy off in the Bro next. Yeah. Um yeah. uh then Regina I need a death saving throw from you.
4: Okay, let's do it.
1: 18.
3: 18. That is one success. All right, nice. the lair action's no longer happen, TV.
1: Uh TV will run up to the dead body, uh yelling, <laughs> "Give me a wind!" And she will just start trying to carve like to <laughs> Like, open his body up to try and get whatever power she can. Can
3: you make me a wisdom uh, saving throw, please? Okay. Uh, I'll, I'll try and help with like a crowbar and try and pop open his rib cage. Uh, it's a 12. 12 is a failure, which is what you needed. As you are. Uh, as you are, uh, basically, th- there is something else that is going into your body and your wisdom was just trying to fight it back. Thankfully for you for, and, and what you wanted, your wisdom was not enough to fight it off. So it seeps into you. You see this sort of wind-like, um, uh, wind-like essence, a soul leaving his body, but it's leaving through that chest tattoo. You feel a searing burning, however. You take four points of fire damage. As, the, uh, as a tattoo sears itself into your chest and then starts to seek its way up towards your shoulders. Um, it is... Uh, Windward's dead. Evelyn? Evelyn is then going to spit on the floor. <laughs>
6: <laughs> fly over to Regina.
3: You fly on over to Regina. You see her clutching this, uh, this, this vine of good berries.
6: Looks at the vine.
3: <laughs> oh, fuck you.
6: She pulls out a dagger.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. You
0: fucked fuck my husband. on my
6: husband, huh? <laughs> <laughs> She's
3: just gonna plunge it into her throat. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. I don't normally allow PvP unless both parties are cool with it. Regina, are you cool with this for storytelling Absolutely. purposes? <laughs> okay. You. <laughs> Evelyn like, plunges this, this dagger <laughs> into Regina's throat. Having killed, having killed the two fuckers that were that were cheating on you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, oh. we, are, we are now out of
3: initiative order. Uh, TV, you take another. <gasps> Uh, another four points of damage as the rest of the tattoo uh, meets around the back, and as it meets around the back, you feel the surge of strength and power come over you. This, this, this abilities over the wind. It's going to take some time to uh, to study them, to get them under control, but you feel like you are connected in some way to the Arch Fae that that granted Windward these powers in the first place. And that's when you hear a. It's a familiar grandfather clock sound, and as this grandfather clock enters the clearing, oh, this shit. walking grandfather clock <laughs> golem enters the clearing, walking behind him is the captain, the warden of the prison that you escaped from, and he leans his hand out towards you, and his hand flicks into this automaton, sort of Warforged-like artificer hand that, that uh, sends itself out into five, a five-way grappling hook, And he sends his hook out to try and grab a hold of you and take you back to prison. And that is where we're gonna end the session.
0: (sighs) Thank you very much for this.
3: Yeah, I I also imagine that Seamus just sort of looks at Evelyn
2: stabbing Regina and just like, oh no. Oh no,
0: oh no. Oh sorry, doggies, you're
2: gonna have to come with me,
3: I guess. (laughs) (laughs) He'll never he'll never escape. I'm taking you back, TB, he says as he fires his hook off towards you. That's where we're ending it. Thank Ooh. you very much for joining me, guys. This was a fun one-shot, a fun with, shot, if you
6: will, with an amazing yes. experience. Yep. Thanks I, so much for that.
3: I hope you, I hope you enjoyed the experience of having a good DM for once. Um,
0: it was, <laughs> oh my yeah. God! I can see. I can see. Oh no. The bird. You can see, you can see Dave <laughs> His reaction. I know. <laughs>
3: Shameless, mate. Shameless. Shameless McKillicuddy. Oh.
1: So uh thank you all, everybody. Thank you again to Dag. Thank you to uh, Bobby and Jess uh, yeah, as well. Um, yeah, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> thank you again, uh, Rob for coming. It was You're welcome. Uh, super fun, great pleasure.
3: And- all right. And, and, and always, be careful, brackets, out there because you, close brackets, can trip.
6: <laughs> Awful. And don't fuck around on Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I get
3: it. It's the name
0: of the show. Yeah,
3: careful can trip, oh but there's like God. a bunch of words oh. in, the, in the middle oh. of the outro, so you gotta, wow. you gotta make sure you That's sort of way. get rid of those middle mm-hmm. words. I wouldn't have got it had you really not...
0: Work.